just want to see you.
I would like us to do something very, very important. The scripture will tell us in Exodus 20 verse 12, Honor your father and your mother. And there is a promise to it. He said, and your days shall be long. Today is a very, very important day internationally where we recognize our mothers. So I want us to rise up on our feet and celebrate our mothers lavishly. If you know you have been impacted one way or the other by a woman, by a mother, come on, lift up your voice, celebrate them tonight. If there is a woman sitting next to you, say, I celebrate you. I celebrate your sacrifice. I celebrate you lavishly, lavishly. Come on, are we celebrating them tonight? Praise the Lord, Koinonia. To all our mothers in the house, and even those joining us online, we want to say that we love you, we appreciate you, and we celebrate you massively. Our prayer is that the good Lord who has called you into this particular ministry, he will grant you grace to do that which you are supposed to do to ensure that you bring up godly children in a godly home. In Jesus' name we pray. I would like to welcome us officially to today's service. On behalf of Jesus, the head of the church, and our father, Apostle Joshua Selman, I would like to welcome us to another Koinonia experience. Come on, if you're excited, I want you to give the Lord a shout of praise. Praise the Lord. Okay, can we sit down briefly? and listen to the following announcements. Praise God. All right, so we'd like to draw attention to our personal security um, in as much as we have a robust security team on ground to ensure safety of life and property. We'd want to um, crave our indulgence to pay close attention to everything that we deem valuable. Okay, so if you would at any point in time stand up from your seat Make sure that you have these items in your sight or you can hand them over to somebody whom you trust will keep them safe for you. Praise the Lord, Koinonia. If there are any cases of missing items, please kindly ensure to report them to the security team or any of the ushers so that they can help you to recover them. Praise God. We also want to crave our indulgence to cooperate with members of the protocol team as well as the ushers so as to have a seamless service tonight, all right? They shall be giving us instructions on what to do as long as we are sitting within the auditorium and within the vicinity. Please and please let us ensure that we obey their instructions to the latter. And the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. We also want to draw our attention to the fact that there is a medical team on ground, a team comprises, comprising of doctors, nurses, um, lab scientists, pharmacists, physiotherapists, if at any point in time we would have need for any of this, kindly walk up to any of the ushers or any of the workers so that they can direct you to the medical stand. Praise the Lord, Koinonia. We also want to draw our attention to the fact that there are restrooms scattered around the auditorium and even in the vicinity we have mobile restrooms. So just in case at any point in time you might have need for any of this, Please kindly walk to the ushers so that they can direct you to one. Praise the Lord, Koinonia. And in case you have testimonies that you would want to share with us, 
so that our faith can be built to receive tonight. Kindly walk to the PR desk so that you can register your testimonies and it will either be read on this stage or you can even be called up to also share the testimonies with us. Praise the Lord Koinonia. If you don't know where to find the PR desk, you can ask any of the ushers and they will direct you appropriately. Praise the Lord Koinonia. This service is going to be aired on all our social media platforms, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram and on Twitter, even on the MixLR radio. So you can share them on your social media pages so that those who are not here and who would want to connect to what God is about to do tonight can do so. Praise the Lord Koinonia. Are we ready to receive tonight? Can we rise up on our feet for opening prayer? Hallelujah. Is someone ready to pray tonight? Is someone ready for what God is set to do in our lives tonight? Hallelujah. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 22. It says, it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to take note of that word, compassions, not compassion. The Bible says compassions. That means there are different segments, different types of his compassion. The Bible says his compassions fail not. So it is not by our wisdom, it is not by our intelligence that we are alive. It is not by our doing, it is not by our righteousness. The Bible says it is of the Lord's mercy. Can we just lift up our voice and acknowledge the mercy of God in our lives, even in our midst, and say, Father, we are thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the supply of mercy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is not because I am wise. It is not because I am strong. It is not because I am rich. But it is for the mercy, the goodness, the faithfulness of your name that I'm alive, that I'm healthy. I do all I do because of your mercy. Go ahead and thank him. Thank him for his mercy. It is of the Lord's mercy that we are alive. Go ahead and say, Father, thank you. Shabra teka brande bakum brataka subarata. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. The Bible says his compassions fail not. They fail not. Go ahead and thank him. Thank him for his mercy. Go ahead and thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him for his mercies. A songwriter says, The goodness of the Lord never fails. Go ahead and thank Him. Another songwriter says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Go ahead and thank Him. He says, They are renewed every morning. They are renewed. At that point that you are about to give up, suddenly his mercies shows up again. At the time you are thinking it's over, the Lord shows up with his mercy and says, you have not started. You have not started. Go ahead and thank him. You are about giving up and he said, no. My dear son, my dear daughter, I'm about to start with you afresh. 
go ahead and thank him for his mercies. If you are in the basement, all of the overflows, make sure you are praying. You are following online, make sure you are praying. God is everywhere. God is everywhere. Thank him for his mercies. Thank him for his mercies. Thank him for his mercies. Rateka barataka barakanda braka. Zepende baku brataka shakraka barakata. Embrando ko brateka bronda kita. Shepende ke baraka barakatwa. Apoka barakate manaka. Lord, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your mercy over my life, over my family, over all my endeavors. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your mercy. The Bible says his compassions fail not. It doesn't matter what you have done, his compassions fail not. It doesn't matter how, how many times you have failed God. The Bible says his compassions fail not. The Lord is speaking to someone, if you are thinking God doesn't love you again because of your deeds, I'm here to tell you tonight, his compassions fail not. His compassions fail not. Go ahead and thank him again. Go ahead and thank him. Rande kabakato, ikrondo kobraka shakraka, raka baraka tabrakam baraka, zokeke teke braka tabaraka, shembra teka braba roka bonda subaka, akomba kata kaba, raka taka braka barakata, zopreke teke baraka taka baka, shekeke teke braka, renta brate nama, impronda kombrata. Go ahead and thank him. Thank you for your mercy. Over our life, over this commission, thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. To you, we give all glory. Your name alone be praised. We thank you. From the rising of the sun to the falling of the same, we thank you. We thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Oh, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Matthew chapter 4. Verses 18, 19, and 20. The Bible says, And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. I know you have an experience in fishing, but there is something I want to introduce into your life. Verse 20. The Bible says, And they straightway left their nets, and they followed him. Our Father has taught us here, time and again, that your success in this kingdom is not all left to God, neither is it all left to you. Now, the part of Jesus is to make, but our own part is to follow. This was his proposal to his disciples. And today he's still making that proposal again. He says, follow me and I will make you. I cannot make you until you choose to follow. To follow means to submit your ideologies. It means to submit all your accomplishment. 
It means to submit everything that you have and just obey. Just follow the one that is ahead of you. It says, I will make you. And the Bible says, without argument, straight away, the Bible says, they left their nets and followed foolishly. No wonder they became apostles. And a time came, the Bible says, these men are they that have turned the world upside down. Just for the sake of the foolishness. Just pray and say, Lord, tonight again I submit myself. I surrender myself to follow. I've come to the end of myself. I've come to that point where I cannot argue with the truth again. I cannot argue with result. I've come to that point where I have come to the end of arguing with those that have gone ahead of me to submit myself again to follow. Lord, I choose to follow. Release the grace again, that grace to follow. I want to be a student of the word, a student of prayer. I want to be your disciple again. Lord, I choose to follow. Go ahead and pray. Pray and say, Lord, I choose to follow. I surrender everything. I lay all my cares down to follow. Lord, I want to become that which you have destined me to become. So I choose to follow. Go ahead and pray. The Bible says they followed and they became apostles. Go ahead and say, Lord, I cannot become that world changer. I cannot become the person that will transform my generation until I follow. So I want to follow. Good leaders, great leaders are good followers. Go ahead and pray. Lord, I choose to follow. I choose to follow. I receive the grace. Reke brande kabaka shabring the Lord. Go ahead and give him praise. Hallelujah. At this moment, can we begin to worship the Lord? Can we exalt the name of the Lord tonight? Can we give him all the worship that is due to his name? The Bible says, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive all glory, all honor, all power, all praise. He was slain to receive these things because of us. Can we worship the name of the Lord tonight? Can we give him all the praise? We stand in the presence of his majesty tonight. Come on, come on, raise your voice, a voice of praise. Come on, raise your voice and worship your king. Oh Lord, we exalt you. You're worthy, you're worthy, oh God. Thank you for his privilege, Lord. Thank you for your presence, Lord. We bless you.
your voice and sing it tonight. I love you, Yes, the most flesh in your presence, Lord, I seek your face, I seek your face.
place in our physical geography that is higher than the place of his presence. He who must come before God must connect his spirit to his spirit. Spirit to spirit, there down at his feet. When he draws and pulls you closer to himself.
show him how much you love him. You know, Paul and Silas, when they were put in prison, they didn't know what life held for them. You know, when you're in prison, your life is at stake. You could be sentenced to death at any moment. You could even die of a disease in prison. But what did they do? They did not sit and cry. I don't know what is that thing that is challenging you tonight. But I want you to sing. Songwriter said, even in my darkest hour, through every sorrow, every pain, I would still sing. I would still sing. Can you sing to your lover tonight? Tonight, 
Let the fire of the Lord go 
The Bible said, as Elijah prayed, and fire fell. Let the fire of the Lord on heaven come down. Let the fire of the Lord break the heart. Let the spirits of the Lord. Holy Ghost will welcome you to dance. Lord, in this place, let the spirit of the Lord arouse yourself tonight. Chapter number 107, verse 23 to 24. To welcome to us to Cornelius tonight, everyone hooked up to us all across the nations of the earth. The blessings of the Lord to you in the name of Jesus Christ. They that go down to the sea. In what? She. You don't go to the sea with a canoe or a boat. The environment alone is enough to capsize you. The waves, the winds, the turbulence. So if you have to go to the sea, you must go with a sheep. And then he said that do business where great waters. We have been taught that the mystery of the abundance is in the sea. He said that the abundance of the sea would come to you. But if you have to go to the sea, must go with your sheep. And while you are doing transaction with the deep waters, he said, these 
the one who have gone to the sea they are the one that see the works of the Lord and his wonders where when you go for fishing on the river all you can get is tadpole tilapia fish what again crabs he told Peter he said launch your nets where into the deep is an ocean the deep where you come to transact with the world but it determines what you have brought and your heart is that faculty of the spirit for reception of what God would give you if you come with a Keno heart you will go with crab results tilapia fish but if you come with a sheep you know what that will be that's why you are going to talk to the Lord tonight and say Lord I've enlarged my heart to receive of the multifaceted dimensions of the possibilities that your world will have to offer to me tonight is somebody praying go ahead and talk to the Lord Lord I'm here to do business deep waters the deep waters the deep waters make sure you're praying make sure you're praying Lord let my portion return to me tonight out of the ocean of your love out of the ocean of your abundance out of the ocean of your supply hallelujah if you know that God is set to do something amazing in your life I'd like you to please celebrate the Lord Jesus and take your lovely seats in his presence welcome a neighbor by your side the Bible saying in 1st Corinthians chapter 4 when you read from verse 17 it says while we look not at the things that are seen I think I made a mistake with the scripture but it says why 2nd Corinthians 4 it says why we look not at the things that are seen but the things that are unseen for the things which are seen are temporal but the things which are seen are eternal the Bible also speaking in the book of Habakkuk says that um, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall be shall fill the earth as waters cover the sea meaning for something unseen to step into your life the knowledge of that thing must come to you my prayer tonight is that someone will ex will receive knowledge that will cause them to begin to have what they've never seen if that's you your prayer will be louder hallelujah it's it's an honor to welcome the following set of people to the house tonight if you're worshiping with us for the first time on site or following us for the first time on all our social media handles please would like to welcome you please rise up on your feet if you're worshiping here with us inside outside in the overflows for the first time 
please celebrate them as they get up. For those following us on our social media handle, you can use the wave of the hand emoji to signify it's your first time. Hallelujah. This is Koinonia, uh, the place where God transforms and makes men. My brother uh, was speaking during the opening prayer and said that Jesus asked that they follow him and he will make them. This is the place where we follow God to be made. Our prayer is that after tonight, you'll discover that the making process has begun in your life. Hallelujah. Please, we'd like you to, to fill your details in a card like this being handed over to you. On the lower section of the card, you'll be required to fill details, your bio data, name, email, etc. And on the flip side, right behind the lower part, You'll be required to fill in your prayer requests, all the things that you desire, key things you desire that the Lord will do for you. We're a praying house, and we'll pray over those requests, and we know our God, that he will step in immediately to bring about your testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus. When you are done filling the lower part, we'd like you to please detach it. It is detachable from the upper part. The upper part you can use as a souvenir, and take it home as a point of contact if you if you like or hand it over to someone and invite them because we know tonight's message and teaching will bless you praise god hallelujah Cornelia, can we stretch our hands towards them and bless them and pray for them our father says we're anointed so let's bless them with what we have we have grace in abundance in the house, and we give it to you. We have favor in abundance. We have power in abundance. We have wisdom in this house. We give it to you. We decree and declare that as you leave this place, that things will begin to turn around for your good. In the mighty name of Jesus, it won't take seven days for a testimony to land in your house. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we pray that what makes us koinonia will begin to follow these ones as they go. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Please celebrate them as they take their seats. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we truly celebrate Jesus? Let's clap our hands. Do you believe the Lord deserves a shout of praise? Can we shout to the Lord? Hallelujah. The Lord is faithful. The Bible says, from the rising of the sun, even to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord is to be praised. That means there's no second in a day that he is not worthy of your thanksgiving. There's no single moment in your life where the Lord is not deserving of your praise. Can we just take a few seconds, everyone, you just bow your head and truly give God thanks. And um, I would plead that you are very intentional, you are specific. Let your mind go back to every single reason you can remember to give him thanks. You can remember where you were at the start of the year. 
and you look at your life now, there must be a reason to give him thanks. You remember where you were a few months ago, a few weeks ago, a few days ago, a few moments ago. Has he not been faithful? You can thank him for your family. Just a few minutes, a few seconds really. No looking around, everyone give him thanks. Lord, I thank you for my family. I thank you for my health. I thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for every teaching we've been following week in, week out. Keys, mysteries open to us. Lord, we thank you even as a ministry. Every week you lavish your goodness. You reveal your power. Every single service we experience your presence. We behold your glory as in a mirror. We are changed. Thank you. We will never take your kindness. We will never take your mercy for granted. And we use this moment, Lord, with grateful hearts to say thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Can you just one more time look to your left and your right and welcome your neighbor very warmly to this Koinonia service? Hallelujah. You can just smile and say, I'm so honored to sit beside you. And the next time I see you, you will have a testimony. Hallelujah. Are we excited to receive the testimonies of God's faithfulness? Hallelujah. Very quickly, you would help me honor these people as they come out to share with us physically here. Um, Brother Chisara David. Brother Chisara David. Ape Victor Chubiojo. Ape Victor Chubiojo. Apostle Edwin Abbasson. Hallelujah. Now I have some testimonies I would read um, of what the Lord is doing in and through this ministry around the world. This first testimony is from Demi Lade. I write to testify to God's goodness over my life. I started listening to Koinonia's first service of 2023 and this is my first time giving a public testimony. Years back, I always fasted and prayed for financial freedom as I was in debt. In 2021, I tearfully asked God for a six-digit salary, tired of my five-digit salary, knowing I was not qualified. Yet, I still believed, standing on the story of Joseph in the Bible, as he became a right hand to Pharaoh purely by God's favor. In January 2023, I started a 21-day fast, breaking every day by 6 p.m. Before the end of January, I got a job offer with a startup fintech company offering a six-digit salary. Can we celebrate Jesus? It says it was twice what I was currently earning. I signed the offer letter in excitement, not considering the job role I was given. Upon resumption, I found the role to be difficult. So I asked God if I should stay or not, as I had not resigned at my first workplace. 
I prayed telling God that this was not the job role I asked for. Just as I decided to go back to my previous job, I got a job interview with another company with the same pay as the second job, but this time it was the exact job role I wanted. Can we celebrate Jesus? Hallelujah. The Bible says that he would grant you the desires of your heart, and I see the Lord giving someone their heart desire in a very surprising way. If that's you, can I hear your loud amen? Amen. This is from Esther O in Canada. I have battled bad breath for many years and discovered in 2018 that it was due to a chronic sinus infection. I treated the sinus. It goes off and on, but the bad breath never left. I tried different medications prescribed by several doctors trying to get to the root, but I realized I needed to take this to God because it was beyond medical science. I went online on Tuesday, 14th March, and listened to Apostle Joshua Salman's message where he taught the three keys to receive healing from any disease. Since then, the bad breath completely disappeared. Can we celebrate Jesus? You can imagine how uncomfortable this kind of situation is. Can we truly celebrate God that has turned this situation around? Hallelujah. And whatever has been a long-standing issue in your life, very embarrassing, may the Lord take it away supernaturally tonight in Jesus' name. This next testimony is from Juliet. Dear Koinonia Global, glory to God Almighty. I am a Uganda national who is currently employed in an international organization. In September 2021, when a dear friend and I visited Koinonia Abuja for the first time, we made a conscious decision to become active virtual members. A year later, on 18th September 2022, aided by the professional protocol and PR team, I was honored to meet with Apostle Joshua Salman in person after the Koinonia School of Ministry service, graduation and, and, and impartation service, I beg your pardon. In the brief session, I focused on mentioning the intractable evil covenants and altars that had restrained my career progression for at least seven years. I did not hide my perplexity about this condition, for I willingly applied what I had learned through prized teachings like this grace called favor, the gift of men, let them have dominion, parts one to three, the mystery of deliverance, part one to four, complete deliverance, part one to three, faith that works, lifting power of true humility, and the list goes on. When apostle prayed for me, the word of knowledge that he gave was rest round about for me. I think we should take that as a prophecy already. Rest round about for someone here tonight in Jesus' name. <laughs> After this guarantee and a further self-examination of my faith walk in my hotel room in Abuja, I decided to develop habits of growing in intimacy, fellowship, and partnership with the Holy Spirit. For the rest of 2022, in my duty station in the Middle East, I was prompted to intentionally use the spiritual weapons of praying in tongues and praise with gratitude. In one of the services when apostles sang Yakari, I rejoiced. The Holy Spirit assured me about answered prayers such as my career progression. 
On 12th November 2022, the Spirit of God led and guided me to contact a destiny helper in Denmark. In my written communication, I requested him to recommend me for a position that I had applied for at an international global service center, IGSC. This destiny helper, a former supervisor, was surprised about my career stagnation of many years. He contacted the IGSC's director of ICT, a close friend of his. Unknown to me, the IGSC's director of ICT decided to consult someone else on his, one of his peers, another destiny helper of mine in Uganda. This destiny helper recommended me for the role. Intriguingly, without any input from me or the two male destiny helpers above, a third destiny helper in the USA, a female, was led to recommend me highly to the IGSC's director of ICT. Precious saints, within the short span of two months, the Spirit of God had beckoned on three destiny helpers in Denmark, Uganda, and USA to convince the IGSC's director of ICT to select me for a certain position. I think we can celebrate Jesus here. <laughs> Juliet says, favored by God and man, on 30th December 2022, the last business day of the calendar year, I was selected for a very long-awaited promotion at an IGSC. On 31st December 2022, when Koinonia Global posted on social media platforms that the Lord had declared the year of 2023 as the year of open doors, I was so overwhelmed about God's grace, mercy, compassion, and favor towards me. In my room that day, I made proclamations about God's mighty power to bring his word to pass. And on 11th March 2023, the 12th anniversary of Koinonia Global, I reported to the IGSC at a duty station in Italy, blessed by other destiny helpers. Can we celebrate Jesus, the ministry of destiny helpers? Is this how we celebrate God? May destiny help us from around the world locate you tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now this is the final testimony I have before me from Mrs. Ola Gunju in Canada. In August 2022, my husband and I attended a koinonia service and were privileged to meet with Apostle Joshua Selman. He laid his hands on us and declared blessings over our lives. From that day forward, we have experienced consistent favor in many aspects of our lives. Also, I told my husband that I wanted to dive into the tech industry, but I didn't want us to go into debt by borrowing money from the Canadian government for tuition. I desired to add more value to myself and was in search of a fully funded program by the leading spirit. We moved, okay, by the leading of the Spirit, we moved from where we live to a larger city in January 2023. Upon our arrival, an old friend's sister added me to a WhatsApp group chat. While nursing our son one night, I decided to check the group chat notifications and discovered someone had posted a link about the application process for a web development program fully funded by the government of Canada. I accessed the link 
and signed up for the course. I didn't have any prior knowledge of coding, and although that wasn't a requirement, I needed to complete two assessments to be considered for funding. I aced the assessments given and moved on to the interview stage. To the glory of God, I have been accepted into the web development program, fully funded by the Canadian government. The tuition is $14,000 in total, and I did not need to pay a dime. Can someone celebrate Jesus? This can only be by the favor of God. She says, I begin the program in May, and I believe I will perform excellently well. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity. Thank you for Apostle Joshua Selman, for all the teachings and genuine prayers made for the Koinonia family. Can we celebrate Jesus for these testimonies we have heard so far? These are people from far and wide, and the power of God from this altar is reaching them. I want you to truly open up your heart as we receive from those that are sharing with us physically. As you hear these testimonies, that grace that made these testimonies possible is available for you tonight. In Jesus' name. Go ahead, say your name and what the Lord has done. Praise the Lord, Koinonia. My name is Chisarai David. I just want to testify the goodness of God for healing me last week. Actually, I've had this back pain for quite some time now, and actually, I'm just ashamed to like say before people will, like said, you're a young man, why are you having a back pain? So why, yes, uh, last week, uh, testimony was going on. Sister Esther was giving her own testimony of a back pain. So while I was seated there, she said something like, you don't really know how painful it is to have a back pain. So while I was seated there, I was just echoing it in my heart that, yes, they don't really know what it means to have a back pain. So all of a sudden, before she stepped out, I'm sitting beside an AC unit. So the AC is like stopped. All I just had was a heat around me and something just said, check it. So by the time I touched my heat by the left, I discovered that there was no pain. I just want to give God the glory for healing me. Thank you. Koinonia, can we celebrate Jesus? He was just listening to a testimony that was similar to what he was going through. And if you are seated here tonight, inside and outside, or you're following online, and you are feeling any pain, in this very moment, it leaves your body instantly. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Your name and what the Lord has done. Good evening, Koinonia. My name is Victor Ape. I'm a medical student at Biam University. I've come to return all glory to God for delivering me from epileptic seizure. It all started in... It, it, it all started in 2021. I had a dream and some old women came and they fed me with food. And when I woke up from that dream, it started, I already knew what it was because I was a medical student, but I still went for proper tests and all. And the neurologist said I had seizure epilepsy. And well, it kept on going, but I came in contact with this message, Mystery of Deliverance by Apostle Joshua Selman, and also Complete Deliverance by Apostle Joshua Selman, and also the Envoys of God present by Apostle Joshua Selman. And that began my deliverance. And while on this series, um, God's servant appeared to me in the night, and he held my hand and was praying with me. And to the glory of God, last week Sunday, I was privileged to meet Apostle Joshua Selman. And what God did in the dream, he did it physically. Hallelujah. 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 Koinonia, can we join him and celebrate the faithfulness of God? Our dear brother was in tears over the goodness of God.
And as you see them mentioning all of these teachings, it's not enough that they remain teachings on your phone, that, but every single teaching becomes your testimony in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Your name and what the Lord has done, sir. Good evening, Koinonia. My name is Edwin Abbasin. I'm here to appreciate God for the privilege of standing on this big exalted altar. And I want to appreciate God for the gift of Apostle Joshua Selman. Hallelujah. Meeting Apostle Joshua Selman transmogrified my life and destiny. I started following Apostle when I was on campus 2013. I listened to several messages while I was on campus, praying with them, messages like commanding supernatural results, um, living portals. We would use those messages and cook ourselves in the spirit in tongues for hours. And that time, we, we don't have the privilege or the resources to travel to Zaria, but we kept following. And then 2021, before that, I came, I was planning of coming to Abuja, so I decided to listen to laws of favor. Because Apostle said, what God can give, he, was, he pass, uses to pass through men to give it to you. So while I, I was listening to those messages, I kept praying. And then walked into Abuja. The first miracle God did after contacting that grace for favor, because I heard Apostle said he prayed hours with praying for the grace of favor. And then I came to, to the city of Abuja. One of the miracles that happened was that God used a woman I never knew to dash me a flat. So, I started trusting God. I started listening to the messages again. And then I heard apostles coming to town. I said, wow, we died there. And then, and then I came for service in 2021. One of the services, Apostle was preaching a message titled The Witness. And then while Apostle was preaching that message, I was asking God for direction in ministry and destiny. And that message, I was crying while Apostle was preaching. I cried and I cried when I left the service that day. I started praying. And I prayed for five hours. And I fell into trance. And I just, just try to summarize it, get to the main point. Apostle appeared to me and gave me details of ministry. And then he gave me every details and said, it is time to start. Then I said, sir, if I'm to start, where am I using? And he said, move now, like a physical voice. And I followed the direction, went to a place that he directed me. I was hearing his voice as if I was hearing a physical voice. I went to that location and it was a new facility of a church that they are about to inaugurate. I came and I said, Apostle Selman said I should come here, that there is a facility for me here. And the people looked at me and said, what are you saying? And they gave me a facility that they have not used yet. I was the first person that used the facility. Third encounter. When, when I came again, last time I was here, I was planning for a meeting, a mega campus meeting. And I came with hunger and desperation. And I said, I don't need to meet Apostle. It is not matter where I sit down, it is what sits inside of me. And then I came with hunger. And then Apostle was declaring. And when I was about to leave, the people, why I came was because the people were telling me, you cannot pack the place for nobody will attend your meeting. I said, if Apostle, Apostle Selman does not have an empty meeting, I'm not permitted to have an empty meeting. So I walked into the meeting, and I went 
as I walked into that place, that, that territory, in that campus, the whole, I took the biggest hall in town. And the whole hall was packed to the glory of God. And then one of the miracles that was that I, I was trusting God for finances to, to pioneer the work. And then Apostle said, in the dream of the night, Apostle walked to me and said, what do I want? I said, I want money for ministry. And then Apostle put his hand in his pocket and started giving me dollars. He gave me money in dollars. When I woke up physically, someone called me from Ghana and gave me money. Finally. The moment I returned, during the last year, Apostle gave an instruction and said everybody should go on a personal retreat. Before that instruction came, I decided to start my own from 15th of December. So I went on a retreat. And in that retreat, Apostle said something. I was listening to his voice. And then God used the voice of Apostle and said, that was 15th of December. God said, this year, 2023, will be your year of open doors. He now gave me an instruction and said, sow a seed because I'm going to do great things in apostles' ministry. And it's the same thing I'm telling you I'm going to do. I never knew that apostles is going to announce on the 31st of December that it's our year of open doors. The moment I communicated the seed, I sent the seed. And then we, we needed to move to a new facilities. And we were trusting God for a bigger facilities. And then when I, I saw that seed, <laughs> I walked and started looking for a new venue. And then I got a place that I could pay for. And then I heard the voice of Apostle. Will you still ask me for direction, even if you can pay for it? I now said, wow. I paused and I went home. I started praying. Then I started listening to the message he just preached in Umaya. Long story made short. I went back and I, <laughs> they told me, they told me there is another venue, a bigger venue with office facilities. And I told them, okay, how much is this? The man looked at me and said, I don't know what is working for you, but I'm giving this facility to you free. Men and brethren, I'm here to return all glory to God that it truly pays to be connected. Your connection determines your collection. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think we can give the Lord one more shout. Just to appreciate Him. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What you see, you know, Apostle said something in the previous service. Is that power is the capacity to bring evidence to your speakings. God has spoken. Now we see the evidence. Every single testimony is the evidence of what God has spoken in his word. So where you are, can you just bow your head? I want you to truly... You have seen what God has done in these one's lives. Look at everything that stands as a challenge today and say, Lord, I choose to trust you. Your word is true. You are faithful and I choose to trust you.
Are you blessing the Lord tonight? Let's go ahead and magnify the name of the Lord. Let's truly give Him all the glory and praise that belong to Him alone. Don't forget, all blessings come from God through men to men, but they come from God. So let's give God all the glory tonight. I can't hear anyone saying anything tonight. Can we be intentional? Can we be deliberate? Can we give all the praise to God? Can we give all the glory to the Lord? Can we magnify the Lord with our words, in our voice? Let's exalt the name of the Lord, the Most High, the one who does wonders without number. Lord, we are grateful from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. Your name alone is to be praised. Lord, we are grateful for testimonies of transformation, testimonies of your intervention, testimonies of breakthrough, favor, testimonies of healing, back pain gone, deliverance. Thank you for divine recommendation. Lord, we are grateful for the gift of destiny help us. To you belong all the glory and praise. Koinonia, as a body of believers, can you give the Lord a shout of praise? I have a sneaky little feeling we can do better than that. The Bible speaks about that one leper that turned around to give Jesus praise. The Bible says, with a loud voice, he glorified the Lord on high. Can you with a loud shout glorify the name of the Lord tonight? Hallelujah. We have come to that point in service again where we are about to worship the Lord with our substance. The Bible says in Matthew 2 verse 10, the amplified version. Matthew 2 verse 10 and verse 11. Verse 10 says, when they, this is the Magi, when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Verse 11. And after entering the house, this was the house where Jesus was laid as a baby, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. How did they worship him? Then, after opening their treasure chests, they presented to him gifts fit for a king, gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I don't know if there's anyone here tonight, you are set to worship the Lord with gifts that are fit for the King of Kings. If you are paying your tithe, I'd like you to please be up on your feet and begin to make your way forward with gifts, gifts fit for a king. If you are writing a check, I'd like you to please make it payable to Eternity Network International. And if you're doing a transfer, don't forget it's our GT Bank account. The account details are displayed on your screen. If you're giving or paying in cash, then you can just take advantage of the envelopes that are on your seat and package your offerings and your tithes honorably to the King of Kings. We also have other platforms displayed on the screen, the USSD, the Squadco, and other platforms of worshiping our king tonight and if you want to make use of the pos machine you can beckon on any of the ushers around you and ask for their attention so they can guide you to the officials with the pos machines so that you can join us as we worship our king tonight don't forget the magi they came to the house and they were filled with exceeding joy 
And they demonstrated their joy for coming into the house of the Lord. Just like the psalmist said, I was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. And they worshipped God, opening their treasure chests. They brought out gifts befitting for a king. If you're already standing in front, begin to talk to the Lord about the tithe you're about to give to the Lord in worship of the Almighty God. And if you're in the crowd, begin to package your offering as well. If you're in any of the overflows, please walk to the LED screen in front of the overflow. And if you are streaming online, the account details will be pinned to the screen of your page so that you can also join us as we worship the Lord together tonight. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads for a short prayer. Our Father and our God, we give you all praise and we are grateful. Lord, we thank you because you are the first and the ultimate giver. You so loved the world, you gave your only begotten son. And everything we have, you gave. Lord, and at this instance, Lord, we worship you with our substance. We ask, Lord, that you accept us and accept our tithes and offerings in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare that the devourer is rebuked for our sake in the name of Jesus. And we declare that as we worship you tonight, we experience the abundance of the sea converted to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, mighty Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' matchless name, we have prayed. Can somebody say a loud amen? Please go ahead and cast your seeds and your tithes. And also go ahead and worship the Lord with your offerings and with your substance. God bless you. Don't stop worshiping. Don't stop worshiping. Hallelujah. Come on, tell your neighbor, it is my turn. <laughs> Our Father, Apostle Joshua Selman, taught us that one of the ways the devil would want to attack an individual when he comes, one of the ways is to steal the joy of an individual. And Job taught us a very deep lesson. I said, though he slay me, yet will I praise him. I don't know if we can take out just three seconds. That sickness might be there. That trouble might be there. But I want you to look away from that trouble. In the next three seconds, can we just let a shout of joy stem out of our belly? Can you just stretch your conviction? Even though the victory might not blossom, yet I will praise Him. <laughs> there might not be fruits in the vine, yet I will praise Him. Because I know weeping me endure for a night but joy comes in the and the reason why we, the reason why we are joyful is because we know tell your neighbor I know it's a day that know their God shall be do you know your God do you know his promises? Do you know what he has said for you? Do you know what he has kept for you? Do you know those promises? Woo! 
of joy and victory shall not depart from the tent of the righteous we shout because we believe we believe in Jesus and we believe in his word someone express your faith in your prayer and thanksgiving tonight Lord I thank you thank you because you are dependable you are reliable you are reliable someone bless him I can trust you. I can depend on you. Heaven and earth will pass away, but your word remains and abides forever. Someone shake away unbelief, shake away doubt and fear. He's still seated on the throne to do you good. 
now ask the Lord to build your faith again by his word tonight. Go ahead and pray. My heart is open to receive. My heart is open to learn. My heart is open to grow, to access power and grace even from the throne. For in Jesus' matchless name we pray. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. Hallelujah. God bless you. Good evening. Let's give our worship team a big God bless you. Hallelujah. And then please be seated. Be seated. You're welcome to church. It is a good thing to be in the house of the Lord. In his presence, the Bible declares, is fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures forever. May your portion get to you tonight. I said, may your portion get to you tonight. God is a God of portions. And every time he calls us to seek him, it is because he has a blessing for us. Again, I declare, may your portion get to you tonight. Hallelujah. I want you to please join me. Appreciate a dear man of God and his wife, Bishop Victor Uzosike from Port Harcourt. God bless you, sir, and your dear wife, Koinonia. Give them a big God bless you. Thank you, sir. We truly love and honor you. You're most welcome in Jesus' name. And then um, we appreciate all our international guests. May God bless you. Thank you for the sacrifice you have made coming from across um, very far distances and many nations. The Lord will do you good tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Happy Mother's Day to, to all, to all our mothers, mothers in the faith, biological mothers who have helped to raise and shape the next generation and all who have played roles as mothers in the lives of so many Thank you for your love and labor, and we pray that God will increase you more and more. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Ezekiel 37. Now we'll make the official announcement for a UK conference. Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel 37, please lend me your attention, and then I'll read. We'll begin from verse 1. Ezekiel 37 from verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he carried me out in the spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Verse 2. And caused me to pass by them round about, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. Verse 3. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Verse 4. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear ye the word of the Lord. Verse 5. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. 
verse 6 and i will lay sinews upon you and will bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live and ye shall know that i am the lord seven so i prophesied as i was commanded and as i prophesied there was a noise and behold a shaking and bones came together bone to his bone reading to 12 verse 8 now and when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. And he said unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say unto the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon this slain that they may live. 10. So I prophesied as I was commanded, as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up. In fact, we'll just stop at 10. And stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Well, let's finish to 12 since we decided. Verse 11, and he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dried and our hope is lost and we are cut off of our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Hallelujah. This is one of the prophetic words that the Lord gave me concerning our conference in the UK like I said every time God gives us the privilege to minister his word to nations and to regions we come number one by the spirit number two we come with a prophetic word and number three we come only making our contribution as mandated by God um, in addition to all that he is doing within these regions and so for all uh, believers and all who are across Europe really it's just that the conference is in UK but then it involves the entire Europe we believe that God is going to be coming in power and coming in grace um, through a series of several events there's no time to begin to discuss them there God granted us grace to finally settle on the region of Manchester now listen very carefully praise the name of the Lord so we're coming to Manchester we're not doing central London but it's still UK uh, we're using the AO arena please bring up the the um, flyer and we're going to prophesy and declare the theme is the sound of revival the sound of revival hallelujah so from tonight right now please let the flyers go all over and we're going to pray and speak over them is a uk apostolic conference the sound of revival is going to be two days may the 10th and 11th so the 10th will be an evening service 11th will be a morning service by nine and then five um, respectively we trust god that it will be a time of teaching, impartation, uh, an outpouring of the Spirit like never before. Hallelujah. Now, we're using AO Arena. It's a big and lovely arena in um, 
Manchester, hallelujah. We thank God for the favor and the grace that he's granted unto us. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So, all of you who have been waiting to plan your trips, please do so. May the 10th and 11th is going to be fire all over Europe. Hallelujah. Now, just, just two or three things, then we'll quickly pray. Um, it's, it's free, completely free, but you will need to register so that you help us manage the crowd. The links are there, and immediately after the prayer, the, the doors for registration begin. And so please do well to register. Invite everybody who should be a part of that move. And for those of you who are coming in from any nation outside of UK, please do well. Our helplines are there on the poster. Please call them so that they can help you and discuss your arrangements in terms of accommodation and other things. And we trust that it's going to be a mighty time. I have had many visions already of the conference. I know, and you see, it's, just, it's happening just a week after the official coronation of King Charles. So it's a very prophetic meeting, and we trust God for um, an outpouring. So that's the link to register. Everyone, please do well to register, and um, so that it can help us manage. You cannot imagine... Um, the expectation and the hunger already and please that includes those who there are many people who would be flying in from Africa Nigeria perhaps just do well to register so that it will help us manage uh, the people and we have said for those who doors have been closed we've had more than enough people for the workforce so my apologies for those who have cried cried still wanting to walk you can pray praise God it still work are we together? You can pray. But as far as the active workforce is concerned, I think we've had enough people and we thank God for that grace. Hallelujah. Are we blessed? Um, so any other announcements will come um, in the course of the event. So 10th and 11th of May, please mark your calendar and do well to inform everyone you know, pastors, churches. In fact, the, the morning, the, the, the um, 11th in the morning is a general session, but specifically for leaders and pastors. It's important to have an opportunity to just share and impart this grace that God has given. And so we thank God for the privilege, um, what he's already doing for UK. Let's stretch our hands towards the publicity material. That's why it's been projected. And let's begin to pray. Just pray in one minute. Father, we raise prayer investments in the name of Jesus over the United Kingdom. Let revival fire as it happened in the days of John Knox across Europe, as it happened in the days of Smith Wigglesworth and all these great men that were mightily used by God father we pray that someone in that conference will catch fire afresh again let there be salvation let there be healing let there be deliverances of all sorts indeed let there be a sound of revival that everything that was dead would come back to life dead destinies dead 
prophetic mandate everything that has died let it come back to life lord you will shake the united kingdom to its foundation through this conference and jesus will be revealed and glorified thank him for everyone who is participating thank him for those giving thank you for those pr praying through thank him for our workforce thank him for the favors we have enjoyed so far and i'd like you to declare finally that the gates of hell will not prevail we make declarations in the name of jesus that everything will happen the lord will draw so many from across europe it will be a convergence of destiny i'm under the shadow of your wings your influence is all over me i am under the shadow of your wings your influence is all over me we are under the shadow of your wings your influence is all over us we are under the shadow of your wings your influence is all over us yeah. I, I, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that your revival fire will fall upon the United Kingdom. We thank you for the privilege to be part of your prophetic agenda, even for the nations. And to you be all the glory in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Um, hopefully by the March Miracle Service, the announcement for the U.S. conference will be ready. So, hallelujah. So when that is ready, then we'll also make that available. So for our U.S. family, thank you for your patience. And God is already doing phenomenal things. I would save that for when we do announce. But begin to prepare your spirits and prepare your heart for the fire that is falling. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed already? It pays not only to serve Jesus, it pays to believe him. If you don't build your faith, you will never be able to do anything in this kingdom. This is a prophetic word for someone. There is nothing that happens that is by magic. Everything happens by faith and true faith. Hebrews 11 and verse 1. It says, now faith is... The substance of things hoped for, it calls it the tangibility or the evidence of things not seen. Verse 2, it says, for by faith, by it, the elders obtained a good report. Your influence and your impact will be by faith. Accessing resources with integrity for kingdom assignment will be by faith. The exploits, ever increasing dimension of exploits, it all will be by faith. 
the bible says in verse 6 of hebrews 11 that for without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to god must come believing that he is that means he exists and two he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him hallelujah so i'm just encouraging someone when you look at your life and you look at the many things that you have to do for the kingdom for your family it's easy for your heart to fail because you'll be asking questions like where will i get this money from where will i get the access you know that is not your concern that is not your assignment you only fear if you are alone this is a lesson for someone the bible says the lord walking with them there is no limit to how far a believer can go when he holds your hand that's the secret verify who is holding your hand if it is a man holding your hand is dangerous even though god will use men but he has to be the one who holds your hand but if he does hold your hand ladies and gentlemen there is no limit you will look small but small you will do incredible things things that only god can do that is why at the end of it all the glory goes to him because you see when you are added in that equation with you alone the equation will not add up it will not make sense why it should be successful with you alone but god becomes the invisible and the larger part of that success equation hallelujah i just felt to stir someone's heart you cannot keep doubting god over everything you're not believing god for nothing how will i pay my children's school fees my uncle is not willing to give me money how will i build that ministry with integrity no how will i build that business you can trust god we're not the first to do it the bible says the things that are written aforetime they are for our learning so that we through patience and the comfort of scripture might find hope what hope that if he did it before jesus the same yesterday today and forever let me speak to someone share up god himself will reveal his glory in and through your life in the name of jesus apostle you are not aware i have a special project i'm doing and it's in hundreds of millions or maybe billions of naira are you really the first to embark on such a thing whether your budget is hundred thousand or one billion is still faith that will bring it hallelujah even if you are a thief you have to believe in something you have to believe in the process of wickedness and corruption enough to act it out for it to work are we together you will not be disappointed in the name of Jesus Christ tonight I want you to pay attention um, I'm committed to teaching you the truths that help to mature and grant us grace our excelling in the kingdom is based on our knowledge number one of God Almighty and of course Jesus his son but then it is also based on our knowledge of the laws of the kingdom I have taught you and I will 
continue to teach you that the laws of the kingdom, even the laws of the spirit, bring predictability to the believer's experience. Are we together? Yes. Laws systematize your results so that you are no longer shadow boxing. You can have predictable results in the kingdom by engaging the laws of the spirit. When I put my mic on, I did not expect it to not work. I knew it was going to work. I didn't have the time to verify because I'm not just believing it will work. I have come to trust the mechanism that makes it work. So I can take the risk to come up on stage before putting it on. The question is, what if it failed? Are we together? You must get to a point where you understand the ways of God. Faith is not based on nothing. Faith is not even based on emotion. Faith is not based on blind, bold face. It has to rest upon something. That something is not just the word of God, generically speaking. When we say the word of God, it means many things to many people. But it is not just the word of God, generically speaking. It must rest on the revelation of the mysteries of the kingdom. You see, your faith has to rest upon the revelation. Faith meaning your conviction and the corresponding action of obedience you take based on that conviction. So every time you say, I know God will do this, that is not a very complete faith process until and unless you tell us what your conviction is standing upon. I know God will do it for me. Why? Ah, no, God is too faithful to fail. What does that mean? You didn't lie, but based on how, how are you sure he's too faithful to fail? You see, the only basis for the believer's faith is what is written not what is assumed you can't have faith based on assumption i know god will not fail me i know god will not fail me i know that this will work based on what if you cannot show me based on the mysteries of the kingdom apostle i'm giving i know i'll prosper what makes you believe that your giving will prosper i know giving works i what based on what you see, most believers are not manifesting what they call Bible faith. It's just a lot of spiritual church activity. What gives you the audacity to believe that if you part with X amount of Naira or dollars, for instance, then you will rise? You have to go to the Word of God. The Bible says there is he that scattereth and yet increaseth. Now you are talking faith. The Bible says there is he that withholdeth more than his meat and tends to penury. And so because I have acted in compliance to that mystery, I have scattered, I expect the integrity of God to ensure that I increase. Now you are talking faith. As against, I know God will do it. You see it now? Most people are not manifesting Bible faith. That's why they continue to go through a plethora of disappointments. Faith. It's not just based on what somebody said. Faith is not just based on what you think. Faith has to be based on what God has said. The mysteries of the kingdom. So Jesus took out time to teach the disciples who would later become apostles of the Lamb, the mysteries of the kingdom. And I'm sincerely committed to helping you understand as God continues to grant grace. If you are not enlightened, 
mentored and educated spiritually to understand the mysteries of the kingdom it will be impossible for the glory and the beauty that was destined to rest upon the saints to find expression in your life god is not a superstitious god are we together the outcome the quality of your life depends upon your accessing light that was the true light the bible says that lighted every man john 1 5 says and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not so when you come to church and the word of god is about to come let your heart be number one excited because another mystery will be given to you and you archive these mysteries and you will rise up on the strength of these mysteries and your life will become an incredible testimony of the goodness of God. That people look at your life and they wonder, you become an object of marvel and wonder. Then you can raise others too because you are confident of what you did to have gotten there. If you rise by luck, it's a risk to even you. We rise in this kingdom by light. Are we together? So tonight, one of the mysteries of the kingdom that I want to share with us among the many you have heard and will hear in the course of this year, this mystery is a very personal revelation to me. And this teaching tonight is dedicated to many people who are asking, Lord, when will my turn come? When will I see the manifestation of your prophetic word over my life? There is something about the character of the kingdom and the operation of God that I want to show you in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm teaching tonight on the reward system of the kingdom. The reward system of the kingdom. I want you to see and to learn how God rewards men in the kingdom the reward system of the kingdom the reward system of the kingdom hallelujah praise the name of the lord there are many names that god is called in the bible he's called alpha for instance he's called omega he is called Jaira. He is called Rapha. God is called Deliverer. God is called Lifter. The psalmist has a, a whole list of various names that God is called. And all these names, as you have learned, describe various dimensions of his operation. The names of God generally capture within them his modus operandi so when you call him jireh for instance you don't expect to be healed under the jurisdiction of that name are we together that name only has to do with being a supplier and making sure that your necessities are met when you call him rafa you do not expect to prosper financially just by rafa rafa has the assignment of ensuring that your health and your bodily vitality is kept in place. And one of the names that the Bible reveals that God has and God is, is the name the rewarder. 
Hallelujah. This is a very powerful revelation about God. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, please. We read that scripture earlier on, but now let's look at it in context. The Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. That means that he exists. Second, that he is a rewarder of them. Please say a rewarder of them. It's important to know, number one, that he is a rewarder. Then number two, it's important to know the them he rewards. Because not everybody qualifies for that reward. The Bible never said he's the rewarder of all. He says he's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So for starters, it's important to know that God rewards. Please say God rewards. That is good news to your soul. Say it again. Say God rewards. Revelation chapter 22, please. And verse 12. Revelations 22 and verse 12. Jesus is speaking here as recorded by John in his vision. He says, and behold, I come quickly. Is that in your Bible? And my reward is with me to give to every man according as his work shall be. So God rewards. There is no confusion as to the fact that God rewards. Now listen very carefully. The concept of reward is one that if you are not properly mentored, you may reject it because um, it seems to put you in a position of guilt as far as your pursuit of God is concerned. Many believers have turned down the possibility of the reward system of the kingdom because they do not want to be trapped in that that mindset that they are seeking god because of things and while we advocate the fact that ultimately our pursuit for god must be because we love him are we together never forget that that we seek god and we pursue the things of the kingdom primarily because we love the lord with all our hearts however it is important for you to come to terms with the fact that in the economy of God, in his dealings with men, he has programmed a system of reward that you must gratefully embrace. Are we together? It is important for you to come to terms with the fact that even though being rewarded is not your primary motivation for the pursuit of God and spiritual things, but that in the character of God as a giver, he cannot deny that there is a possibility of the saints being rewarded. If you are with me, say amen. amen. Because many believers have turned down that possibility of being rewarded. Let me give a definition here and then I begin to tie up a few things. What does it mean to reward? Write it down, please. We're examining the reward system of the kingdom. The key part of this teaching is how he rewards. But I just want to put a little background. We have to come to terms with the fact that God rewards. What does it mean to reward? Write it down, please. To reward means to give something to someone. I wrote here to give something to someone. To reward means to give something to someone in recognition of service, in recognition of effort, in recognition of contribution or achievement. I'll take it again. To reward means to give something to someone in recognition of service, effort, contribution 
or achievement one last time to reward means to give something to someone in recognition of service effort contribution or achievement so when we say god is a rewarder it immediately tells you that he does not study the works of men for nothing are we together now the bible is very vocal as to the fact that god probes into the works of men consistently and among the many reasons why he does so is because in his heart and in his character is the openness to always reward believers now let's see the concept of reward in the bible i will use four quick examples i hope god is helping us already number one let's look at the story of david and goliath in first samuel chapter 17 please give it to us very quickly from verse 24 to justify from scripture that the reward system of the kingdom is a kingdom concept so we want to see how this played in the kingdom this was a story of, um, of Goliath and David now watch this reading 24 to 27 and all the men in Israel when they saw the man Goliath now they fled from him and they were so afraid 25 and the men of Israel said have you seen this man that is come up surely to defy Israel is he come up and it shall be that the man who killed him the king shall enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter can you imagine and make his father's house free of tax say rewards here is a beast that is threatening the people of God the nation of Israel and the king is saying that whoever is able to bring this man down this threefold reward number one great riches number two he will have access to the king's daughter number three his entire family will be tax-free are we together 26 now and David spake to the men that stood by him saying I'm not going to fight for nothing what shall be done to the man that killed this Philistine and take away the reproach from Israel for who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God the last verse now and the people answered him after that manner so shall it be done to the man that killeth him say rewards david was not only motivated by his covenant with god i hope you know that now you see that he took out time to acknowledge the fact that there was a reproach upon israel but he was honest and open enough and the bible records it what shall be done to the man who makes this happen taking away this reproach from israel example number two In the New Testament now, Matthew chapter 19 from verse 27 to 30. Matthew chapter 19, 27 to 30. Peter speaking for the disciples. Even though Jesus told them, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. The truth is that they followed him because they loved him, hopefully. But somewhere in their pursuit, it was very clear that they expected more than heaven. Are we together? And then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed you. What shall we have therefore? 
Jesus would have said, you are such a stupid man. You have exposed the wickedness of your heart. Now I know that you are a self-centered disciple. You should be grateful that I called you to follow me. But watch what Jesus said. Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye shall also sit upon twelve stones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Hallelujah. Verse 29. And everyone that has forsaken houses, brethren, sisters, father, mother, or wife, or children, or land, for my name's sake, Jesus is speaking now, shall receive an hundredfold and shall receive everlasting life. Last verse 30. But many that are first shall be last and last shall be first. So Jesus is telling them that, listen, there is a provision for you that everyone who forsakes me, in fact, one of the synoptic accounts says he will receive all of this in this life. Then he says in the world with persecution and then in the world to come life everlasting. So the apostles expected gratefully so to be rewarded. The next example, 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4. We'll read 7 and 8. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Paul expected a reward. Here's what he said. I have fought a good fight of faith and truly he fought. Truly he fought. Do you agree? I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Verse 8. Let's read together. Henceforth is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them that love his appearing. So Paul expected a reward. You would see Paul drive himself and go through all kinds of things, died many times, came back to life. Are we together? And he said, listen, I have fought the good fight of faith. I expect a reward. So you see that God's reward principle I wrote here is a divine principle, but it is also a human principle. The reward system is both a human principle and a divine principle. This is very important. Why does God reward men? Why does God reward men? And in fact, why do men reward men? Because I told you it's both a divine principle and then it is a human principle. Why do men reward men? And why does God reward men? The simple answer is that we walk by motivation. Human beings walk whether towards God or towards fellow men. We walk by motivation. This is very important. The human spirit must be motivated to bend over backwards and inconvenience themselves to accomplish strides and make things happen upon the earth. We walk by motivation. Hallelujah. If you are given a job, on one hand you are happy that you're now employed. But the truth is that 
the company has employed you because they needed your services and now that you've been employed there's a letter that is given to you that spells out the condition for your employment but also includes the reward package am i right on that and that that reward package even at that time is not final it keeps adjusting as you are being promoted when people shout about not being promoted largely what they are shouting about is that their effort with respect to the reward system does no longer it, it no longer matches is that true it doesn't match again why does god reward men because we walk by motivation now i wrote something down here before we go to the reward principle properly according to scripture very quickly there are three main things that god rewards number one god rewards diligent pursuit please write it down god rewards diligent pursuit according to hebrews 11 verse 6 the bible says he's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him so god rewards diligent pursuit any kind and any dimension of diligent pursuit is rewarded Jeremiah 29 and verse 13. Jeremiah 29 and verse 13. It says, And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. What does God reward? And what do men reward also? Diligent pursuit. Number two, what does God reward? Faithfulness faithfulness god rewards faithfulness just write for reference matthew 25 from verse 14 to 30 the the parable of the talents remember he gave unto one five he gave unto one two he gave unto one one and then he came back to probe the diligence of the people and the one with five talents, the one with two, all of them returned back and they were rewarded. But the person who had one talent complained and he was thrown away. And he was called a wicked and unprofitable servant. So God rewards faithfulness. Galatians 6 verse 9. Galatians 6 verse 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing. Is that in your Bible? It says, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not so well-doing is a seed and there is a harvest attached to it the bible says we will reap in due season what does god reward faithfulness the bible says in first corinthians chapter 4 from verse 1 and 2 first corinthians 4 1 and 2 let a man so account of us as of the ministers of christ and stewards of the mysteries of god verse 2 it says moreover it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful if god rewards faithfulness it also means that men reward faithfulness when you are faithful you can be sure that you are connecting yourself to god's reward system number three what does god reward according to scripture the works of men write it down please god rewards the works of men particularly the purity the purity and the motif behind the things that you do 
and he also rewards the I wrote here the degree of compliance to patterns God rewards the works of men he rewards the purity of your motif and he also rewards the degree to which you complied to the patterns this is powerful God rewards the works of men the purity of your motive what is motivating your service and then your degree of compliance revelations 22 and verse 12 22 12 it says behold I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work will reveal according as his work will reveal very very powerful hallelujah in first corinthians chapter 3 from verse 12 apostle paul began to teach us a very deep mystery 3 from verse 12 first corinthians 3 from verse 12 first corinthians 3 from verse 12 now if any man build upon this foundation gold silver precious stones wood hay stubble 13 reading to 15 every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire and the fire shall try or test every man's work of what sort it is 14 if any man's work abide which he had built thereupon he shall receive a reward the reward is only if the work remains the last verse it says if any man's work shall be burned he shall suffer loss but he himself shall be saved yet as of fire so God God rewards our motif the motif behind the things that we do that is why you can find out for instance in church two people can be cleaning this pulpit and to your natural eyes they are all doing the same thing but you will be surprised that their rewards in the spirit will differ sometimes east and west because God does not just reward the activity he rewards number one the motif and then number two the degree of compliance to patterns is someone learning already so I've been able to establish the fact that God rewards that as much as God does not want our consciousness of reward to be the primary and the ultimate motivation behind our loving and seeking him it is a dangerous thing to be motivated by anything above love the Bible says there remained these three faith hope and love it calls love the greatest it calls love the bond of perfection the moment you are motivated by any other thing higher than love already you have tampered with the equation of rest and you have tampered with the equation of divine excellence all things rest upon love are we together now so our pursuit let me repeat one last time that in dealing with God and even in dealing with ourselves our ultimate drive must be that we love God with all our hearts and it is an honor to see him lifted and to see him glorified but I'm being honest and open with you that God as a fair and a benevolent king and father has designed a reward system within this kingdom and it is important for believers to be aware of God's reward system because you see if you do not know 
the reward system of the kingdom you cannot place a demand on it and many things will go wrong in your life while you are serving god it will make god look unfair as far as your work with him is concerned are we together one of the many names that god is called in the bible is the righteous judge because he rewards now this is the meat of my teaching and i want you to please pay attention god's reward principle i want to teach you how god rewards men now that you know that he rewards now that you know why we need to be rewarded because there has to be a token expressions of consolation to our christian experience most believers know that god rewards but they do not know how the reward system of the kingdom works and so they are they live very sincere lives holy and righteous lives but they do not live rewarded lives God's reward principle hallelujah mark chapter 1 I'll begin my reading from verse 32 please pay attention now down to 37 I want to show you how God programmed his reward system to work and in the name of Jesus Christ may your eyes be open to see Amen. at evening when the Sun did set they brought unto him all that were diseased and them that were possessed with devils 33 all the city was gathered together at the door can you imagine and he healed many that were that were sick of diverse diseases and cast out many devils and suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him 35 and in the morning rising up a great while before day he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed 36 and simon and they which and they that were with him followed after him take note of that statement followed after him 37 the last verse now and when they had found him they said unto him all men seek for thee help us holy spirit in the name of jesus christ now please look up god designed the reward system of the kingdom god designed the reward system of the kingdom to function based on the discovery the development and the deployment of your gift god designed the reward system of the kingdom listen carefully please that the reward system of the kingdom was designed to function based on the discovery number two the development or refining number three the deployment of your gift are we together the bible says the gift of a man is that in your bible the gift of a man make it room for him proverbs 18 and verse 16. the a man's gift he says make it room for him i think um either international standard version or god's word translation would say the gift of a man can open doors thank you giving a gift can open doors i think god's word translation will say a man's gift can open doors for him it can give him access to important people nlt here says 
back to KJV please that the gift of a man can make room for him and can bring him before great men many believers do not understand why it looks like in the kingdom where everybody is serving the same God God seems to isolate a few people and to lift them and to honor them as against others not understanding the reward system of the kingdom makes God look unfair until this lecture comes to your spiritual understanding it makes a lot of sense to look at God as one who just manifest favoritism lord it looks like you rejected everybody from this family it looks like you have a personal problem with my ministry it looks like you have a personal problem with my business why is it that i'm, I'm not able to rise and make maximum kingdom impact you may love god sincerely you will get the benefits of loving god but there are certain things in this kingdom that are rewards and if you do not understand the reward system of the kingdom you may live a sincere but frustrated Christian life hallelujah write this down please the word gift there does not just mean a presentation like something you package the word gift there also means your value v-a-l-u-e write it down please the word gift there also means your skill it also means your potential it also means your ability i'll take it again your value your skill your potential your ability everything in your life that constitutes an advantage to you and can become a blessing as far as god's program is concerned and humanity is called your gift everything that constitutes an advantage to your life and can be deployed to serve the purposes of God and to be a blessing to humanity is what the Bible refers to as your gift so your gift is not just something that you hand over no it, it it's it's a word that captures holistically your value your skill listen carefully whether spiritual whether technical whatever it is in the scripture we read mark chapter 1 the bible tells us when we begin to read verse 32 that at evening people came to jesus watch this now they didn't just come to sit down and waste their time the bible says they brought people who were diseased they brought people who were possessed with devils. I wish we had time to act a little drama here. Imagine right now on this stage, are we together? Having someone who is a madman, someone who is sick, let's say with an incurable disease, and the family would have spent millions of naira trying to remedy for that situation. And here comes a man that they hear. Do you know, at the point of need, you have the faith to take unbelievable risks at the point of need you will when they tell you you are about to lose someone and they say if you can get to Port Accord by tomorrow morning there is a consultant he's one of the top 50 in the whole world and I mean he can solve this problem you will be surprised where you will invent energy from even if it means to drive all through the night not by a luxurious bus it's better for you based on that situation to beg an number on the road than to sit down and not do anything it is amazing what people can do when they are pushed to the wall 
So don't take for granted that the Bible says they brought to him those that were diseased. Remember the guy that they tore a roof to put someone there? One thing you need to know with men is that at the point of need, people are desperate. Let me repeat myself again. At the point of need, people are desperate. Whether spiritual need, whether financial solutions, whether technical solutions, the moment people are in need and they cannot solve that problem for themselves, they become desperate and it puts them in a position where they are ever willing to reward provided the solution is guaranteed. Is someone learning tonight? Respectfully speaking, I've had the honor of praying for people. I am amazed at the sacrifices that people make because they hear that I'm around or they hear that I can be available either to pray for them and sometimes I'm humbled. Our international guests here can travel from distances as far back as Australia, not for a miracle service. And they say, Apostle, I flew just to have, if I could have five minutes with you, I know my life would change. Now, I'm not just excited that they flew to see me. I'm seeing the burden of trust that someone can leave a travel over two days journey to come and spend five minutes who do you think you are if they perceive you to be that valuable then it's impossible for you to be without reward the magi heard that a young boy a young baby was born and that by prophecy that baby would be a king the bible says they shut down on their activities and they carried gifts is that in your bible of gold frankincense and myrrh is one thing for them to go and worship but then they started searching for where baby jesus was not miracle worker jesus baby jesus until they found him and they worshiped and they gave him those gifts you have no idea the reward system that can stand at the corridor of your destiny when value is not a question are we together now now we live in a world that is largely superstitious unfortunately even for africa and while i believe in the supernatural absolutely and forever it is important for us to define intelligently and spiritually the modus operandi of god's reward system so that we don't leave ourselves in all kinds of blind superstition that will keep leaving us in pain and regret are we together Write this down, please. Your value, put in bracket every other thing I said, your ability, your gift, your value decides who pursues you and decides the extent of your reward. Your value decides who pursues you or who seeks you and decides the extent of your reward. hallelujah it is amazing and even incredible from a professional standpoint that there are certain professions in this nation and globally speaking that if you do pay the price to be able to attain onto a point of mastery in that profession the only thing that can stop you from rising are demon spirits. But as far as the communication of value is concerned, where your, your own is to labor and to pay that price. There is such a demand and that people will be willing 
One time I had the privilege to pray for someone who um, they wanted to fly somebody, one of their sons or so, to fly him to one of these nations, I think India or the US, for a kidney transplant. And so I was discussing with them, and when they told me what they were going to spend, plus accommodation, because it's not that you just go there and turn around and come back, plus accommodation and everything, my heart almost dropped. I said, all this, and the person who is going to do it will be somebody like me. But is he really like me? There's something that person has acquired. And while you are threatened, the person will calm you down and say, that's all right. And within two, three days, they have done a complicated surgery. Are we together now? How do you expect to reward that person who has now preserved a life the same way you would otherwise? Now, I'm speaking in a society where meritocracy is respected. I'm not speaking is with the assumption of a corrupt-free, wickedness-free society. Are we together? Because the template we have in Africa does not make my teaching to make sense to many people. Because someone by wickedness can access a level of wealth. When you now say, where are those who are rich? You will stand up. It did not come by value. And most young people right now are already throwing away value and the dignity of kingdom integrity. Because it looks cheaper and faster to bend over backwards. Hallelujah. So from a professional standpoint, the Bible says that this man ran and came to Jesus. One time in his crusade, he was teaching in a room and they came wanting him to heal a man. And those guys could not have their way. It was clear that nobody would give them attention. Please, can we move this crippled man to Jesus? They said, don't even disturb us. You don't know the situation that I have to. And they said, you know what? We will negotiate with the owner of this house. Let's tear the roof. My goodness, imagine that. And Jesus called that act of madness faith. That men can be so desperate. I always give this example. Um, sorry to bring bad memories. But during the, um, I think it was NSAS. No, no, no. Was it NSAS protest? Where they boggled warehouses across several states. Most people in that state did not know that those things were warehouses or they passively, they never paid attention to. How people discovered the warehouses with bags of rice and indomie and you needed to see unity without any salmon. Some who could fly. Are we together? I mean, gentlemen will rise and you would see people. Nobody asks about tribe and religion again. It was intelligence with coordination, no ushers, no protocol, no worship team to charge any atmosphere. But I mean, you listen, 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 listen. I'm just showing you that that is how far human beings can be organized at the point of desperation. Imagine what men will do for you when they discover the unique expression of God's gift upon your life and its ability to contribute to their well-being. Most of us take for granted and we have no idea the problems that people go through every day. Now you see several people come here by the grace of God and thousands others following online. Let me tell you the truth. 
it is true that most people love Jesus and they love me and I'm grateful for that but let me submit to you that nobody will come and sit down and waste their three, four, five hours. From as early as eight o'clock, nine o'clock, there are people here sitting down as though they don't have what to do. You think human beings are that stupid? Say value. One encounter, genuine encounter by the spirit and pages of your life can open just like that. It was said during the days of the, the revival of God's generals that meetings would be happening maybe 6 p.m. and by 12, 2 p.m. you would see people queuing up, patiently waiting, praying in tongues and inventing all kinds of skills to draw energy until that time. Listen, can I tell you, the proof that you are not valuable or you have not developed your value is that your absence means nothing to those around you when your absence means nothing to those around you it means your presence is not contributing anything serious please listen carefully i'm provoking you for a reason you know how valuable you are by the reaction that happens with your absence jesus disappeared for three days and the disciples wanted they were almost dying they had to say look let's go back to fishing and when Jesus came up, there are many of you, if in your workplace, you decide to take a break for two weeks, you will return back and they'll say, it looks like we've not seen your face. You say, well, I've not been around. You say, oh, no wonder. But absolutely nothing changed with your absence. That should not be so. You should be such a contributor, first to kingdom come and then to your environment that the slightest manifestation of your absence will be felt so deeply. That is a sign that you are valuable. Hallelujah. The gift of a man maketh room for him and brings him before great people. Listen, when God was preparing me for ministry, this was one of the things I learned especially from great fathers and veterans like Dr. Miles Monroe because at that time many people had a lot of superstitious approach to ministry they just believed that once your heart was sincere without any development any refinement you just make sure your heart is pure towards God eventually you will become great it didn't make even spiritual sense to me because Jesus even though he was the son of God it took him 30 years of preparation and the Bible did not hide his diligence. What will the Son of God, the Logos of God be doing at the temple at age 12? For 18 solid years, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus was preparing for a ministry of three and a half years. John, the prophet, was in the wilderness. Even though a prophet from God, he did not spare his training. Can I tell you sincerely, please hear me ladies and gentlemen. There are many of you who have not been able to make full proof of your ministry. Your ministry, they are not just fivefold, but every expression of value that you were sent by God to bring to your world. Because you do not know that your reward depends on your gift. Most people say my reward depends on God. You are not lying, but you need to understand how his economy works. 
as sincere as you are as a ceo as born again as you are if someone comes to tell you i'm a member of koinonia please employ me let me be um the person to handle all your finances i'm honest you will tell the person as well eh? write your prayer point because that is a prayer point and go and drop it at the miracle service but you will not employ the person why because even though the person has told you he's a christian you will need to be able to vet his proficiency and that without any biases or prejudices there are many people who downplay the place of value and sacrifice listen to me the reward system of the kingdom i repeat again is connected to value years ago this my precious people in the worship team they were itching so much to find expression they wanted to go for meetings any meeting at all and i stopped them i said you are not going anywhere you guys want aside from blessing the lord you want to be local champions who will be angry competing with one another and fighting and insulting those who go ahead of you that is the trajectory the sad trajectory of mediocres they usually will do very small and not rise then they become frustrated because everyone goes and leaves them they have to coin out a justification and the way they do that is by fighting everyone and everything ahead of them it ought not to be so I remember challenging them and I said sit down I love you people but the songs you are bringing the nations cannot bless the Lord with that kind of investment stay and build yourself today to God be the glory you celebrate what they are doing you see and even today it's not like I'm done with them praise God remember I said thousand cubits after they measure it you rest then another tape comes again My dear violinist when he he sent me a text to appreciate me and i said young man you are doing well may god bless you i said but go and rehearse there's so much you need to learn don't think because people you played violin go and rehearse i know the sound of excellence and quality go and rehearse build yourself again can i tell you when people raise a very high bar for you it's because they want the hope the nations to celebrate god in your life this mediocre mentality we have that has endorsed mediocrity you find out that people never rise for doing nothing we keep clapping for ourselves as a man of god you preach a sermon that even you you know that's not what god told you you know that the holy spirit cannot breathe upon such a dull sermon spiritually and intellectually dull okay forgive yourself and go back and walk you just assume because somebody who is your friend forever just came and said what a brilliant sermon you and you actually believe that lie now it's not about competition but you need to charge yourself I listen to all my teachings for two reasons one to be blessed by it but number two to make sure I never remain at that level it is a rule and a covenant without excuse listen until you give your pursuit in life and destiny a business approach a business approach meaning you have to be strict with yourself don't mark yourself write an exam and organize speech and price for yourself for doing nothing there are nations there are territories 
now God is sending us to the United Kingdom you can imagine the hunger tens of thousands of people coming and there comes an ill-prepared preacher not knowing what he's doing you stand and you don't know what to say then you tell them God is going to move nothing happens you tell them God will heal nothing happens you quote all kinds of wrong scriptures Can I tell you, I have taught you that there are many closed doors in our lives that are a sign of God's mercy. Because if that door had opened with our level of ill preparedness, it would take a long time to get those doors to open again. So God closes those doors as a sign of his mercy and challenges you to prepare. Joseph, make sure you are ready for Pharaoh before you ask the wine presser to make him remember you. Because when you stand before Pharaoh, it is a dream to interpret. If Joseph had messed up, he will go back to the prison and remain there forever. I made up my mind that I was not only going to be a spiritual preacher, but that my communications will come with a blend of spirituality and intelligence, for God's sake. That when you are teaching people, they must find a point of applicability. There must be intelligence. No matter the mysticism and how mysterious what you are communicating is. Learning from Jesus, you must be able to break down kingdom mysteries in a way and to a context that people can understand and find a point of applicability in their lives. Are we together? What do you do with the gift of God in your life? Number one, you discover it. I'm showing you the dynamics now because knowing, maybe you write this first, knowing you are gifted is not enough. You must pay the price to refine and develop that gift. Knowing you are gifted, ladies and gentlemen, knowing you have skill, knowing you are called, knowing you are a businessman, knowing you are a prophet, knowing you are an apostle, is not enough. Paying the price to develop it, that is where your honor is and that is where your reward lies. The reward is not in the discovery, the reward is in the refinement and the deployment. Let me take it again. The reward is not in the discovery. You are not rewarded for discovering yourself. You are not rewarded for discovering your gift. You are not rewarded for discovering you are called into ministry. You must be able to develop and refine. Let's talk about development. The first thing you do with your gift is to discover. The second is development. Spare me a few minutes as I charge your hearts. Look up please. You want to develop your gift, you must be prepared to go through the furnace of affliction. The furnace of affliction is not a bad word. You know, once we hear affliction, many people just run away and say, I reject it. Can I tell you? Sacrifice is the language of champions. Nobody becomes great at their terms. Let me use ministry for instance. I do not want to speak like I'm bragging, but heaven knows. And I can tell you, uneasy lies the head that wears the crown. Make no mistake about the glory of God that is revealed in the life of people today. Whether it's accessing the anointing, whether it's staying on course to find revelation, whether it's understanding leadership. Are we together now? 
knowledge is not a gift you buy the truth developing anything is difficult learn that from architecture you can destroy a building in one minute literally without exaggeration but it can take you as much as three four five years depending on the kind of structure you're erecting building anything is hard building men building stamina growing in the anointing building your faith building your knowledge bank both spiritually and intellectually it takes time this is where many people miss out on it because we have this superstitious idea that just because the Holy Ghost is in my life and I have scripture automatically with no effort on my own part I will rise mysteriously especially because of forces in the kingdom that have not been taught properly chiefest among them is favor I teach favor a lot and I can tell you I'm a living epistle of that mystery but it does not have told you favor is merited the idea that is unmerited is what has deceived people into complacency and laxity. I know my God will do it. Be laughing at me today. Tomorrow you will bend your head in shame. As a prophetic confession, I agree. But with no effort on your own part to work with prophecy, you will be disappointed in multiple folds. I tell you. Are we together? I've seen many people who want to build great ministries, for instance, rather than submitting themselves to learning, to understand the ropes around excelling in ministry. All they are interested in is just a little impartation. Apostle just touched my head and I know everything will go back. I assure you it will be a risk for God to send thousands of people with that bankruptcy of knowledge you do not know what human beings can do when you are not trained to understand the psychology of people it's not only scripture you need to understand the, the kinds of problems that your organization will go through i'm not sure you'll be ready to handle that and so god will teach you he will guide you are we together now yes it pains my heart when I see several believers who seem to admire others and make it look like God just isolated a few people and decided to lift them and has left others to scrounge in mediocrity. No, the Bible says the same Lord, ladies and gentlemen, is rich unto all. It is true that he may give one five talent. It's true that he may give one two talent. But a hundred percent result is possible at any level. Not everybody in truth may have access to an international or a global ministry. This is why God rates men based on the faithfulness, what he gave them. It would be unfair to expect five more talent from the one he gave two talents to. That's why the same commendation he gave the one with five, he gave the one with two. Because within the scope of their ability, they did the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, please hear me developing your ability will require you to invest time spiritually to invest time intellectually to invest time in terms of physical dissipation of energy you want to prepare for a great life you want to prepare for a global ministry you want to prepare to be a global brand be ready to make contact with the spirit your times of prayer i mean rich moments of prayer capacity in the spirit there are certain spiritual burdens you cannot carry 
until there is a track record of building robust strength in the spirit it will be unfair for you to carry say this line arrays and drop it on a human being just one person it will be unfair because this will be too heavy for one person under normal circumstances so god is not going to trust you with the burden of nations when he sees and vets that you are ill prepared please listen carefully the spirit of god is speaking to us there are families respectfully speaking that may never rise because they have not taken the personal responsibility to know that if we are to rise it is everybody's business and we must take responsibility you have a family of 10 people the men are lazy the women are entitled are we together the parents don't care the younger ones are blaming the elder ones and all of them are blaming demons for the ultimate reason why they are not rising and the demons are surprised because they know what they did and they know what they did not do how could you blame us for everything it's funny but i pray you are getting the message it is very consoling to blame spirits because you can't take them to court it's very consoling to blame spirits because they will not appear and say you are lying this one i did it this one mm -mm. the mediocre excuse is to transfer blame to the realm of the spirit why are you not rising it's because of this and that i used to have one dream and they used to oppress me okay minus the oppression what have you done nothing you give the gentleman hundred thousand the next thing you find him running around eating in a restaurant with people who are millionaires and he's there hundred thousand home and abroad and he's eating too and you are wondering what are you doing here and the reality of the time will take you from that place back to where you were because you've not qualified to get there are we together yes listen very carefully i made up my mind that i would not be praying that god should bring people rather i would be praying that god should build capacity lord build capacity so that when you bring the people i can truly be a blessing to them build capacity so that when i declare over your life when i prophesy over your life that week in and week out as people converge from across the globe it will not be that you are coming to just listen to cunningly devised fables no i challenge all the departments and the workers as they work don't just say this is a spiritual platform maintain the highest level of excellence that can be it is spirituality but these spirits are coming in human bodies so make sure excellence is maintained at the highest level is someone learning now tell yourself no excuses shout it again say no excuses for as long as you continue to justify mediocrity you will keep getting angry and jealous and envious of people who are paying a price you are not seeing are we together now yes our world today is full of bitter angry and envious people who find pride in pulling others down because they do not know that with a, with a, the press of diligence god can reward the same lord is rich unto all 
but I can tell you not everything in the kingdom is a gift there are things that are rewards you are praying five minutes snoring while you pray that five minutes living your life carelessly jumping from pillar to post and there are others who are paying the price while you are sleeping they are awake praying over nations studying for hours investing in knowledge there is a name God is called the righteous judge please listen to me I say it again the righteous judge you can't carry the same level of grace no God is not a politician while others are submitting themselves to mentorship and to learning you sit down and learn watch videos build your spirit build capacity I am amazed at several men of God great people who are doing great things and sometimes they will honorably reach out and just say apostle you know have a conversation and say please I want you to share one or two things with me about this area and I'm humbled I'm saying my God can you imagine these people are also doing great things as God has helped them but look at the, the humility of heart and there are others who are not going anywhere they've not started anything not doing anything and everybody is their colleague no Are we together? A gentleman one day said, Apostle, I don't know if you can give me an opportunity for us to pray together one day. I looked at him with compassion, honestly, and it's not pride. I just said, this, this man. <laughs> what do you think the power of God is? A charm? Do you know what it means to stand and speak over God's people and the God of the universe begins to honor your speakings? Now, I, I hope you know, I hope you know not to sound proud. God is not a man. Burn that in your spirit. God is not a man. You want to speak over a man's life? Let the gates of your destiny be open and then it is open. Do you know the kind of sacrifice? This is the point I want us to get. Ladies and gentlemen, so I, I really hate sharing my story because most times um, it, it doesn't achieve what I want it to achieve. It just looks like we are just marketing ourselves and, and you know, acting arrogant. But I wish I had the liberty to share with you the instances of the sacrifices that this man before you has made. It will be evil for you to believe what is happening is just luck. I repeat, it will be evil for, I don't care whoever, to believe that what you see today is luck. No. There are names, there are titles, there are legends and tales of strength. But only Yeshua will reign forever. To his kingdom there'll be no end. There are names, there are titles, there are legends and tales of strength. want a generation to hear your voice 
is more than posting videos on social media. Now I'm saying this respectfully speaking. I want to help my precious generation get out of that garbage and invest in the spirit. It takes more than just telling people I am here. There is a track record in the spirit. Let me tell you, if heaven does not sign upon your life, you will waste your time for nothing upon the earth. You believe that people will just come and give you finances like that? Everybody will not dash you. You have to understand the financial system of the kingdom. God can raise men to support you. But you believe that men will be the ones to run your, your life financially? Go and find out how finances work. And bring rest to your life once and for all. The anointing, you need to go and stay with God find out the various wells in the spirit and the skill to fetch and draw from them mm. not every well works the same way just because you learned how to fetch from a particular well the bible says wells of salvation there are different skills to fetch so you will see people who are operating at different frequencies in the spirit is because they have mastered how to draw from the spirit hallelujah the sacrifice of fasting the sacrifice of prayer the sacrifice of honoring the voice of God even at your inconvenience I cannot have told you I don't know how many times God has given me painful instructions give this empty this do this and sometimes it does not make sense I shared with you my story last year when God gave an instruction to sow a seed I knew that a season was coming and God was opening me up. It was a new dimension in the spirit. I've taught you how to discern when seasons come to an end. An unusual desire to pray. An unusual desire to give. Unusual attack from the kingdom of darkness. These are signs that tell you a season is coming to an end. You don't want to be around people again. Something just isolates you to be alone is because the master wants to speak to you. And if you don't understand these writings, you will keep wasting your time. There are things God will never tell you in public. You need to painfully know how to stay alone. Then his voice comes. Hallelujah. And God gave me an instruction. First, to bring a serious seed as a ministry and to sow. That seed itself was, I can tell you sincerely, at any level it will touch you. And then, then came the bigger instruction. And I'm saying this because I want you to understand. It's not to brag at all. God now told me that what I told the ministry to give, you give twice that amount. When you give Ishmael, you can drive him in one day, go away. But when God says to give Isaac, it will touch you Isaac will touch you Isaac bar will touch you but you see I've worked with God a bit and I know that every time God says open your hand it's not because of what is there it's about it's because of what he's bringing and with that sacrifice I, I rejoiced in my pain as I honored God God forbid that he will speak and I will not listen to him. Ladies and gentlemen, the rest is history. Another dimension opened for me that till forever. 
Listen, people do not just rise. The sacrifice of paying the price to build, are you willing to go through it? For someone, God can just call you and say, every night for the next three months, I want to meet with you, 12 to three. It is me and you alone. That is my covenant for the next three months. It may not be for everybody, but it's part of the preparation to birth. And you may even be a businessman. That's what will surprise you. And say, God, go and talk to them, apostle and the rest, and leave me in peace. I thought you would teach me how to make money. He's preparing you because when those billions come, demons will say, where did the money go to? And they will follow your business and say, we are here. The king of Tyre just found out that something left heaven and did not pass through him to you. And so they will have to come and vet. And so God can tell a businessman, for three months you are not talking money with God. You are fasting and praying and building capacity. Afterwards, a door of business will open. And by the time people think you are just wearing suit and tie, they do not know that by sacrifice you brought yourself into the fivefold ministry. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to show you what separates men from boys. There are many people who do not want to pay the price. It is a language that our ignorant, sadly, and arrogant generation does not want to hear. Sharp, sharp everything. It is only God that will tell you the amount of times I've finished this Bible you are seeing. My former Bible, you open it and you will think there's writing everywhere. Sometimes I will write all kinds of things there because you are studying to show yourself approved that's why you see me quote scriptures and i can tell you what another version says you try it if you think it's a gift it's not a, you know we have this idea that god just magically endowed you no the grace i'm not downplaying the grace of god i hope you get what i'm saying you want to command power authority over nations you are going to have to stay with god are you ready to invest it with the spirit you don't have a track record with the holy ghost listen to me you come out like this just playing games and for show you will only embarrass yourself for nothing it says but i know whom i have believed you came here tonight not just to meet god alone but you came here to meet men whose blood are dripping upon the altar he said let no man trouble me for i bear upon my body there is a scar that the realm of the spirit knows jesus i know paul i know joshua selman i know you is it, with blood you signed that signature he that cometh unto god must come believing that he is the rewarder while you are fasting you know the rewarder is watching you while you are praying the rewarder is watching you somebody says come and bribe and become a director and you say no and for that reason your children pay the price for one year the rewarder is watching can i tell you if you do not know the rewarder compromise will look pleasant if you do not know the rewarder all these cutting corners in ministry 
you can stay even if it's with five people with joy i know the rewarder is watching you are training the five people as if you are preaching in a stadium mentoring them because those five people are not your members they are your leaders you are training when your leaders are trained members can now come are we together yes development is difficult it took Jesus 18 years to be ready for ministry 18 1 8 18 years of actively building himself ladies and gentlemen it's time for us to throw away premature manifestation and premature exposure and get back to the place where men are made made for their destinies are we together now the stage is not for rehearsal the stage is for manifestation if you want to rehearse go to the wilderness you will be given a chance to kill the lion don't come and stand before goliath to try trial and error will destroy you goliath is not playing games learn with the lion learn with the bear and master the art of war when you stand before Goliath it is one one opportunity to bring him down listen you must master the mysteries of the presence of God you must master the mysteries of the anointing you must master the mystery of dominion. You must master the mysteries of influence. You must master the mysteries of the word of God. People will not just come and listen to you like that. Businessman, what have you read about business? Do you know the best people in your industry? Have you humbled yourself to learn from them? Or you are wallowing in the pride of saying everybody's a colleague. Run away from colleague mentality. That's what has kept many people down in this our arrogant generation. Just because great men are humble does not mean they are stupid. Know where you stand and draw the line with honor. No matter how humble our fathers are, sometimes a particular father of faith, I will not mention the name, but when we have the privilege of talking, sometimes you can say, ah, yeah, you know, I'm speaking to an apostle now. And I just laugh. I say, ah, daddy, don't, don't say that. Oh, he's still your boy. And we're laughing. Most of you, as they say that kind of thing, you carry it as a compliment. That a pastor is speaking to an apostle. What, what, what foolish indoctrination. These are men who, their tears move heaven. And heaven will say, who is making you cry? Is someone learning? You own a school. It's time to stop clapping for yourself and sit down. How can I make it the best? How can this be the greatest? You own a business. You are in ministry. It's time to stop. You, you cannot be going up and down every, every program, every show you are there. Jumping from pillar to post and you want the anointing to work in your life? No. Samuel was called a seer. You didn't see him out every time but when samuel came out people will know that god is about to say something because this guy has come out most of us have cheapened ourselves because you are everywhere doing everything hallelujah when others are sleeping you wake up in the night 
father for the sake of my destiny i love you but you are a rewarder i came from a family where no one has risen and i heard my parents tell me that they tried i have made up my mind that i will be that savior lord for the next seven months it is two hours with you every night while you are doing that you are in your small room don't worry the rewarder is watching the rewarder is watching I sense in my spirit that God gave me this message because in this season the rewarder is going to move again move from family to family move from ministry to ministry there are some of you hear me you have served for a very long time and it looks like nobody has noticed you I'm telling you prophetically do not feel bad I'm saying this by the Spirit of the Living God the rewarder is going to have a convocation and say I remember you paid the school fees of a young man in 2015 nobody saw you to say thank you but I have come as a rewarder that your children will never beg again because of what you have done hear me when God wants to schedule a season of reward, the first thing he does is to put something in your hand. Exodus chapter 4. Give it to us, please. Exodus 4 and verse 2. I hope I got that right. Yes. This was the encounter. Exodus 4 and verse 2. And the Lord said unto Moses, What is that that is in your hand? There is always something in your hand that will be used to make your influence. Moses, you are about to be greatly magnified by God. That rod. And when you read the verses after he said to throw that rod on the ground, you must cast that rod and worship God with it. Until that rod is handed over to God to refine it. Now go to verse 17. Same Exodus 4 and verse 17. He said, Thou shalt take this rod in your hand, wherewith thou shalt do signs. It was your rod before, but nothing was upon it to do signs. Same rod, now with the anointing upon it, you can do signs. Same gift of singing. Sometimes I watch this, my precious people, as they worship, as they sing, and all the, the lovely people who just sang, and I'm looking at them. And you know, I keep praying that God will grant them the grace to keep building because you see, the value of the anointing is that it comes upon a prepared vessel. Let me say it again. The value of the anointing is that it comes upon a prepared vessel. When God calls you, he files you before anointing you. Most people want the anointing to come upon the unrefined version of them. While you wait for power, make sure you tarry in Jerusalem praying. While you wait for power, make sure you are not idle. Keep working on your leadership skills. While you wait for the anointing, keep working on your human relation skills. While you wait for the anointing, keep working to understand the dynamics of ministry. While you wait for the anointing, keep studying to be an excellent preacher. While you wait for the anointing, you want to become a leader by excellence, you want to become an educator, you want to become a business person. While you wait for the anointing, don't sit down and fold your arms. 
wake up in the night buy the books go online don't watch nonsense go online find valuable materials that relate to your destiny all those exercises are you preparing for the ministry of the rewarder but i can tell you the rewarder will always come that's why you find out that ordinary men get to seasons where it looks like god just gives them visibility and then we erroneously say they came from nowhere there is nobody who comes out from nowhere no hallelujah today i look at what god has graciously done in my life and i'm truly humbled my prayer is that god will use my life to inspire a generation more than just planting pride to help people know that spending time to market yourself is a total waste of time your marketing is to build your value i'm saying this because something is going to come on someone shortly i'm going to pray some prayers for you and for your destiny there are doors remember we're dealing with opening of doors he said the gift of a man makes room for him so when it's time for God to end the cycle of poverty in your family, it's not just the Esther anointing is going to drop. Before the Esther anointing arrives, listen carefully, he will now isolate at least one person who begins to get angry with that situation and say, Lord, things cannot continue like this. We can't continue living from hand to mouth. Our daughters and our sons will not keep prostituting themselves because they are looking for money. Lord, I will learn God's way of doing this. And God will plant a passion in that person. And he will begin to listen to tapes and teachings. The rewarder is watching. Remember, the more he's building himself, the more she's building herself, enduring the temptation for all kinds of compromises, preparing yourself for a great life. And after 10 years, the person will be running an organization that is multi-billion and people will say i used to know you you are right but not that version anymore not that version anymore not that version anymore can i tell you when it has to do with refining your potentials so that you schedule the seasons of reward don't spare yourself don't let your tears we live in a generation that is excessively obsessed with comfort we love comfort too much listen comfort is when you have arrived not when you are starting a young man is about to start life and he wants a comfort of a veteran he sits down with a 50 60 70 year old man and he wants the same kind of treatment no sir Apostle, I got a job. They are just giving me 50,000 and I have to trek for 30 minutes. Go and ask parents who trek from one community to one community to go to a, a secondary school. For the man to become the professor that you see that he is today, he had to trek and with joy. It was even an honor for him that he could go to school. But our generation today, there are people who can have access. You can just walk 10 minutes, 20 minutes to a church and you will sit down and follow online because of sheer laziness and then want a, a, a solid impartation to come upon you and then God will trust you with the destinies of men globally it doesn't work that way hallelujah my dear people are here sometimes I go online and I listen to their songs when I listen to their songs I call them and I say this thing you sang congratulations from a spiritual standpoint I was touched but from a technical standpoint, 
this and this and this is a mistake go and do it again go back to the studio walk again don't say i don't have money the money you got as honorarium is not for buying clothes go and invest in your mind the one for clothes will come go and invest in your mind can i tell you there are many of you right now what you have around you is what has made your head empty because the money God gave you was supposed to be for your head. You denied your head of an opportunity to be rich in knowledge and you kept creating a semblance of success whereas there was nothing there. It is better for people to know you have nothing physically but that they can appreciate the investment of God's grace. How long did it take Pharaoh to decorate Joseph? They didn't decorate his mind. Decorating your body can happen in one day. I know the cloth does not look very nice, but you just invest in your spirit and your mind. The day the person sends to appreciate your value comes by God, that person can take you shopping in one day and buy your whole destiny for you. Are we together? I love that song. Prepare to sing it for me. Come, key strings. Okay. You just sing it one time for me. He wrote the song. I want you to just sing that song. It, said, it means fix me. We're stepping into a prophetic dimension in this teaching now. There are some of you, there are things you need to throw away. Throw away and make up your mind. Sing for me, key strings.
So how's that song that says, fix me? Is a cry, walk on me. What does it take for my glory to rise? Fix me. If it takes fasting, fix it, oh God. If it takes prayer, fix it, oh God. If it takes me going for trainings, fix it, oh God. If it takes another level of education and knowledge, fix me, oh God. But by all means, by all means, I refuse to remain ordinary. By all means, I refuse to remain a mediocre. By all means. Hallelujah. Hear me. Listen to me. The season of training is a very hard season. You see some of my photos of many years, as wonderful as those photos are, you see some of us looking lean. We look better than those days now, but those are the days that made these days. Hallelujah. Emptying yourself in prayer. Emptying yourself in fasting. Raising the bar of your fire and your passion. Even when you are doing well, you increase the bar of the marking script. As if you are not doing anything. Hear me. My dear generation, hear me. Don't settle for less. Don't settle too cheap. There are heights and the journey is far. Remember my teaching last week. I challenge you on this wise and I'm still repeating it again. When it's time to announce the US conference, I will tell you a very serious miracle that God did. It is, there are things that when God does, it just keeps you in awe. Hallelujah. Let me tell you sincerely, sincerely, and I'm saying this openly. There is no one pound, one euro that has been sent already for this conference. Every money that has been used to do everything so far has been the lavish giving of God's people with joy in their hearts. In spite of the limitation, we don't have an account provided yet and people have squeezed in to say, I can't wait. When, when you stay and it builds you, don't worry about supplies. Don't worry about a name. Don't worry about where you will get the donkey for the triumphant entry. Just make sure that your, your gift and your talent is developed. In one day, God can open up a door. Someone can come and sing one song and the whole nation will place a demand on you. In one day, God can put you somewhere as a politician and as a businessman. A dear woman, I can't remember her name now. I met her when I went to preach for my dear friend, Pastor Kingsley in Lagos. And I meet this woman and she starts to tell me her story, very touching story. It's possible she's even watching or may get to hear this. And what took her to the White House was Moi Moi. Making Moi Moi. That's what scaled her till she got to the White House. 
until today she's still doing it she shared with me her story and i was so touched i remember discussing with pastor kingsley's wife i said you have to do a documentary for this woman incredible anything can lift you if you refine it admiring people and wishing if i were more beautiful god knows if since you are not esther be something else you are not esther be deborah at least be something wishing you were esther is a waste of time if you cannot be the queen that king ahasuerus will marry then be deborah the warrior then be naomi then be this if you cannot be gideon be elijah if you cannot be elijah be samuel since you cannot fight learn how to prophesy but by all means make sure you do something can i tell you what god has put in your hand is enough to open the gates of your destiny listen to me thank god for those who have what you do not have but stop this season of blind admiration that makes you to demean what you have everybody can celebrate what you carry you just have not recognized it and refined it anything in its crude version is not worthy of being rewarded i know you are a great musician thank god for um david dam and sam and k strings and all these my precious people thank god for their lives but do you know that what god has put in you someday you can stand and share the stage and also celebrate jesus but it's good to be challenged by other people's giftings but please not at the detriment of what god gave you thank god for apostle joshua selman but what you are seeing is a refined version of something you may even have a greater version of anything looks bad when it is not refined including oil Go and ask those who work in the oil and gas sector. When you see oil in its raw and crude state, the smell alone will drive you away. You almost want to suffocate. Yet that's what cars will queue for for hours and say thank you for paying. Can I tell you this? God has already scheduled your destiny helper. I have taught you. Your destiny helper kept visiting you, but he found you in jealousy and anger, not working on yourself and they were authorized to go back i hope this year they will not come again and still find you who is still giving excuses and blaming demons and saying it's because my father was a drunkard that may not be the best but now that you know he's like that what do you have to do years ago i read a story and i've shared it many times while we're in zaria a man who raised two children was not a very responsible man unfortunately and he raised two children one would later become uh, a very bad person a nuisance to society and the other would grow to be some sort of businessman very responsible man and one time they had the opportunity to interview both of them and they asked the bad angry person why are you like that and he says what do you expect with the kind of father i had that was his excuse why are you bad and bringing trouble to society say what do you expect with the kind of father i had they now ask his successful brother why are you like this and say he's also answered the same way what do you expect with the kind of father i had for one person his father's negative situation was a challenge that made him say if i came from a poor family a poor family would not come out of me it was a determination 
For another person, he kept blaming. Some of you today will never rise because you are blaming everybody in your life. They didn't help me. I have an uncle somewhere. I even saw him the other day buying cars for his children and not for me. That is a, a mediocre excuse. Repent today and get back to work. Hold on the steering of your destiny with the determination of one who is working with God and begin to drive your life to a place of purpose. It is not because you came from a bad family. I don't downplay the pain that you came from, but or, or you or you pass through let me tell you there are many people who went through 10 times worse than experience than you and they have been able to reinvent themselves and to rise hallelujah many years ago there used to be someone in Joss. i think he won one of these prizes for marathon years ago and we had the opportunity to meet him we were introduced to the man he used to climb a mountain with stones stones in a bag like rock stones you put it in a bag and be hiking up a mountain that was the way he trained himself for that kind of thing now he came from a village very poor village but then most people would see him in glory and not know that that was the price can i tell you do not be ashamed of your tears when you know that you are in a season of training don't pamper yourself if you must trek trek with honor if you must do zero zero one your meal do it with honor so that your children can do one 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 are we together apostle I don't have the opportunity to go to a very good school I'm now sending my children to some maybe some institution that I'm paying next to nothing they are not teaching them very much let the children make good use of that opportunity is better than nothing Tomorrow, God will supplement it. There are people like us that God is raising as midwives. I have a very powerful teaching here about the mystery of midwives. We'll discuss Mephibosheth and the mistakes of midwives. That midwives can destroy destinies. A man's destiny was crippled because of the carelessness of a midwife. A midwife is not just a medical practitioner. Anybody who helps people transit from where they are to where they need to be is a midwife. And you can produce Mephibosheth if you do not know how to raise men. That's a teaser for that series. Be around on that day. That day will be like the coming of Christ. I will not tell you. Just be ready. Hallelujah. How many of you here as worship ministers listening to me can truly say I am working on myself to a point where even if 10 million naira is given to me, it will not look like it is too much a reward. Do you know, I'm saying this with all humility. I remember days when I started preaching, I would go to preach doing my best and once I'm done preaching, you see the people discussing, they are obviously discussing what to do with me. And they will just put maybe rice in a pack away. And once they put it, they will just add, open a, a notebook and tear out a little sheet and just fold 100, 100 naira, maybe 1,000 and just say, man of God, you know that uh, may God bless you. And they will wait till I climb the bike to return me home first. Then they'll just smuggle it like bribery in my pocket. But I'll take it with joy. That was not my motive. But I knew that days will come when God will, his justice system will not allow that kind of thing to happen again. I didn't need, I have never, and I will never in my life tell anybody, give me this amount, give me this honor. No, never, never. 
the covenant of my call and my service prohibits that i love him and i serve him truly i would rather even sow into the lives of the people and bless them hallelujah sacrifice i remember one time i think i had preached in uh, that was um i think somewhere in ondo state and we're done and we're no was it that was funabo so i can't remember and I was to return to have a meeting in Joss, and it was by road. Ladies and gentlemen, look, let me tell you. When you go through the seasons of training, don't worry. Go through it with pain, but with gallancy and honor. Knowing that there is a compensation system waiting for you. While you are rehearsing, my dear instrumentalist, don't, don't pamper yourself. Rehearse for hours learn the songs fast and pray receive songs from heaven okay the first one that god used you to bring it didn't seem to be appreciated no problem go back again one night you will catch a fish that your net will be sinking and your boat will be breaking your, your your net will be breaking and your boat will be sinking as a preacher keep being diligent pray and prepare fan yourself to flames don't try to expose yourself and say no me i'm here mm -mm. neither do men light a lamp you just keep adding fire a day will come when it's time for god to announce you he will put all your destiny helpers in front of you and then somebody will passively say help us and round up this service with one last prayer five minutes prayer let us pray god will sign on your tongue and sign on your voice in a way that someone will come and meet you and say we have a little conference the speaker is not coming again can you come and help us don't take it as an insult go and god will announce you until one day you stand on stage with the people you once admired and they will call you blessed businessman don't try to act like you're a billionaire well act in your mind but not by faking your life you're not there you're not there diligence will make you go there a day will come the people you are begging today to be an honor for you to sit at the same table to, for them to sit with you and they will share as colleagues but until then refine yourself i'm speaking to someone prophetically refine yourself have baked you will not rise to certain heights not by sentiments and not by anything apostle kings are not making a demand on me i'm a i'm a, a chef or i cook you cook as good as what can we ask you to come and cook for kings and be sure you will not disappoint them you know i've taught you when it has to do with the issue of value don't stop until the person you are serving is the king once you have not gotten into the palace don't stop you go to my house right now god is my witness you on my laptop there are videos i'm watching there are there are things i'm writing for my own personal growth as soon as i'm done finished with ministry activity i go back it's not an excuse to say I'm going to jump and sleep. I have daily routines that I must cover by covenant. Doesn't matter whether I'm tired or not. As I travel, they go with me. I finish preaching and while people are saying I was in the meeting, keep shouting under the anointing while I keep building myself. Lord, your boy is here again. Let's continue the training from where we stop. Your word tonight should be that song you heard. Fix me. Take away pride. 
fix me take away complacency fix me take away flimsy excuses I know that Nigeria is not in the best of state but there are people who it, even if Jesus was the person in Aso Rock they will still suffer because their problem is in I'm, I I'm not saying that in a, in a derogatory way forgive me but that they, they would still go through a, 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 a hard life because intrinsically it's just easy to blame people and things you are ready to rise when you can take responsibility and say I've been a careless father Nigeria is not the reason why my children are not in school I have not gotten up to take responsibility Lord I have failed in my responsibility as a father and I apologize to my wife and my children I grew up from a background where I did not know much Lord I am ready to learn my children will never be thrown out of school again I don't know what to do but I know that I'm not going back again and the spirit of wisdom will take it from there the first video you will watch you will find my video on productivity and fire comes from that video to now stabilize you first then you start following the mysteries of the kingdom and in one year it will look like a mistake you would have come out of that and you will build a scholarship fund after your pain to now help other children apostle we 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 come from a very terrible family that's why we're all struggling eight of us in one room for as long as you keep blaming someone that has died and gone for the reason why you are where you are there is no rising for you in my world there are no excuses I take responsibility for anything and everything that does not work and I get to work about it that's the mindset of a champion stop pointing hands at people and lay your hands on the floor and say lord grant me grace there is a reason why my ministry is not growing father i i love you with integrity of heart but what am i missing and the lord will say go and listen to apostles message the work of the ministry and you go and get that teaching and camp with it a message of one or two hours you will use four days to listen because you will keep pausing and praying pausing and praying finally you will find a few secrets and from there you will rise You must damage ignorance from your life. Fight it like you're fighting the devil. Mama, don't say I am too old. There's nothing I can do. If there is nothing you can do, you can pray. If there is nothing you can do, you can advise. If there is nothing you can do, you can call your sons and daughters and say I may not have made the most out of my life. But my dear children in my lifetime, I want you to rise up and surpass me. I want to watch with my eyes your victory. Let it be a consolation to the things I could not do. Can I tell you, anybody who goes through the same pain you went through that went before you, um, you have not blessed them. If you go through poverty, make sure you are the last. If you go through spiritual bankruptcy, make sure you are the last. If you made mistakes with your life and all kinds of things happen, make sure you are the last. You conquer any situation in life when you bring victory lessons out of it that can help other people. Hallelujah. When we started what we were doing, people hardly believed in what we were doing. People made all kinds of statements and made it look like, and I made up my mind from that experience that as much as God grants me grace, I will invest in younger ministers that are coming correct them when they are wrong but encourage them hold their hands whether groups as individuals to help them 
if they are stubborn and they don't choose to rise no problem that's a different thing but for as many people who are determined to rise i can tell you for as long as i'm alive we'll use the influence the resources the rod of correction all together to help them rise well hallelujah i made up my mind that i was not going to be poor the devil had that confession he thought i was joking ask him now I made up my mind that nobody would cut short my life before my time. It looked like an arrogant statement. I watched many sincere people die by my left and my right. I sympathize with so many of them. But I'm happy that they, most of them have gone to be with the Lord. But I said, as for me, the fullness of my days I will fulfill. It is still my confession. I made up my mind that I will never raise a people who are just spiritual and bankrupt of influence. I knew that just speaking like that would not be the solution. I went to find out from those who have the proven track records, those who brought kings. The first lesson I learned was that anytime you speak, you must find a scripture that supports what you are saying. And I went to Genesis chapter 17 and verse 6. That's where I got my leadership principle. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful. And I will make nations of thee. And kings shall come out of you. It was an anchor scripture that I held. I said, Lord, I will never raise a small people. It doesn't matter what. I will never raise a small people. But the secret is the ministry of the spirit and the word of the spirit. Remember, it is the mystery of the ten virgins. It is not always about sin and righteousness. You can be righteous and still fail. The Bible there showed that it is about sin and righteousness and then foolishness and wisdom. You can be righteous and foolish like the five virgins. You will still fail. So once you deal with the issue of sin and righteousness, that is the first step. You must now start giving yourself a superior orientation to damage and erode foolishness from your life. The parable of the ten virgins was not about sinners. They were all virgins. All of them had the lamp, which is the word of God. But what they had was insufficiency of their relationship with the Holy Spirit. It took the lamp and the oil for light to come. You can have the lamp and not have the oil. Fix me, fix me, fix the issue of pride, fix the issue of laziness, fix the issue of giving excuses, oh God. It is time for my destiny to rise. You are the rewarder of them that diligently seek you. He said, let us not be weary in well-doing, for we will reap in due season if we faint not. Lord, this is not the best of me. As a man of God, thank you for your help upon my life, but I take responsibility. The nations are not placing a demand upon my life because there is a level of ascendance in the spirit that I need to rise to, that probably through carelessness or complacency or an early arrival, mentality have not risen but by this message I take advantage and I begin to press there is a reward not for this version of you a higher version of you man of God the day God uses you to raise the dead that day you will not ask for partners again people will call you even while you are sleeping and say please send us your account number we want to give you a billion naira and you tell them till tomorrow and they will call you by 6 a.m. and say I'm still waiting suffering is not generic 
your value or the absence of it is what defines your possibilities please try to believe what I'm telling you many years ago when I drove into this city there was a particular park not too far from here that I would go and stop I would land there and then go to a restaurant that was close by there and eat before I now start exploring all the things that brought me and I did that with joy because I knew that one day will be a, a story let me tell you something that happened when we were graduating the school of ministry students the last set so I needed to have a snapshot with them and then they drove me round to come in and I passed that area and I just looked and I nodded my head I remember the features there and I said goodness this life somebody you need to pray fix me so that your tomorrow will not be angry that you wasted your today let the 10 year old version of you look at me I taught something years ago in Zaria and I told them I said the 10 year version of you 10 years before now if he looks at you now will he say this was a person I wanted to become or will he say you wasted the gift of time don't let the 10 the next 10 years of your life look like the same because you keep giving excuses my voice is not very nice that's why I'm not singing well you are on serious then write a good song and let those with good voices sing and give credit to you I didn't have time to prepare my sermon for the teachings because I I teach on Sunday and I teach midweek service you know it's not easy respectfully speaking flimsy excuse go and find out those who preach five to ten sermons in a week and they have been doing that for many 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 years I'm lazy spiritually now because I have children no 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 I'm not a giver now because times are hard I used to go and buy books and invest in myself but now I don't do so much no God is speaking to you because we are going to pray and there is a grace that I pray to God for that will come upon you honestly speaking the gift of a man when God taught me this it changed my life I made up my mind that I will love God with all my heart but my generation will never look at me as a non-entity. It's not pride. It's the truth. The secret is this. I found your word and I did eat it. I made up my mind that there is nowhere across this globe. I will not enter any circle where I'll be intimidated. I can be challenged for good. I can be provoked onto a greater sense. But not that I get somewhere and look at myself and feel miserable. No. I told myself that that dimension of shame I will end it forever there are places I enter today there are people I meet today that I consider it an honorable privilege to sit with them shake hands with them talk with them kings presidents of nations I don't take it for granted but can I tell you it is not as a valueless person that I sit there. It is not as a necessary luggage I'm carried there. It's with honor and gallancy to also contribute to their lives. 
this is what God is training you to become so that you are like a battle axe whether you stand before kings and presidents and nobles you will honor them as touching what they represent but not to the detriment of your value hallelujah if I may not have the kind of intellectual soundness you want there is an anointing that can do something in your life if I may not have the vocal skills that you want I can pray and I have a covenant with God and he will come on your behalf my question for you as we prepare to pray is what is that rod in your hand there is a rod you have neglected while admiring others there is an anointing that has been hovering around your destiny waiting for your value waiting for you to build yourself listen to me the reward system in this kingdom answers to value you are a doctor rise to a level where you become an exceptional one and trust the God who announces men to announce you you are a preacher not for the sake of competition but ladies and gentlemen make a covenant with yourself and your destiny that no man will give you access to his pulpit and while you stand and you are preaching they are discussing among themselves let this be the last time this man returns here because he ended up wasting our time wasting the time of our partners wasting the time of all those who love this ministry no no excuses no excuses no excuses no excuses no excuses train yourself build yourself cry but train yourself cry but pray cry but go for trainings some of you after tonight you should go online and look for programs that you can do even if it's two week one month two month programs that can help to file your understanding or informally educate yourself there are materials online everything you are looking for you can find if you search with patience and with humility and determination let those who have results speak to you and mentor you and help you and build you. Hallelujah. Make up your mind that God will be able to trust you with the nations and you will not be a disappointment because of the excellency of your preparedness. Let me stop here. The reward system of the kingdom therefore is based on God's ability to anoint your value listen carefully to anoint your value not just to anoint you to anoint your value to anoint your skill to anoint your ability ability that is developed ability that is refined ability that is ready to be deployed then the anointing comes upon it the union between the anointing, the engracing, the favor of the spirit and value that is refined is what schedules seasons of reward in this kingdom. Let me repeat for one last time, then we begin to pray. The union between the supernatural anointing of the Holy Spirit coming upon your value, your skill, your ability, your gifting that has been discovered developed and refined with pain patience sacrifice that is what schedules seasons of rewards are you a footballer huh you are a footballer come 
And we will never settle for less We know there's more that's found in you You're a footballer You play football professionally How long have you been in it? Huh? I, find, I find it hard when it is always time to my bedroom to play. Like now, I was supposed to play for Oyan Sports. When I went there, I can't even play the ball. Listen, this is what I'm saying. Your gift, you have done your own work, but there's no anointing on it. You see, it is not skill alone. This is where the pride of the secular world comes. As powerful as your skill is, minus the anointing, the devil can rubbish you in one moment. That's why I told you there is a grace that is coming. Because some of you, in truth, you have done your homework. God brought you to church because the missing component, that grace that must come upon the oil wants to multiply, but the vessel is small. Now that you have taken time to expand the vessel, the oil wants to multiply to fill up every vessel. Can I pray for you, my friend? I'll pray for you father in the name of Jesus I pray for this our dear one you are not ashamed you came to church and held a football in your hand that is a level of conviction and passion you are not ashamed of it I stretch my hands towards you and I pray in the name of Jesus the anointing that lifts men that comes upon their gifts May that grace rest upon you. May that grace rest upon you. May that grace rest upon you. I impart that anointing upon you. And in the name of Jesus, I open the two lift gates for you. I release you. Go and flourish. Go and prosper. In the name of Jesus. That's how it works. Your skill and your gift. Listen carefully now. Watch this. My friend, the day you will come to stand here, remind everybody of this thing that happened. Go. Watch this. While Jesus was struggling to learn, the Holy Ghost acted as if he did not see him. Till after 30 years when Jesus was prepared, he now came to John in the wilderness. Right? John baptizes Jesus. Then the heavens are opened and the Holy Ghost now comes. You would think that he did not see Jesus. Some of you here are yet to walk on yourself. There is no need doing any impartation because the truth is that it's going to be a waste. The only impartation you need is grace and the stamina, the staying power resilience to keep pushing whether in ministry business professional life and pursuit but there are others in all honesty scattered across this crowd following online you're saying apostle I don't mean to be arrogant but I sincerely can admit to you that God has helped me I have done my homework in ministry I have done my homework in business it is for such I want to welcome you by this impartation you are about to receive now you saw what happened to our dear footballer gentleman there is an anointing believe me that can come upon men we don't just walk by skill alone that is why i told you the reward system of the kingdom 
is the union i will emphasize again between value refined value that is prepared to be deployed and then the engracing of the spirit when these two combine together there is no limit to how far a man can go it would be stupid and arrogant for many 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 years before now to imagine that we'll be influencing people across the globe to go from one nation to the other and keep that nation at a standstill it was a phenomenal meeting that we had in kenya last last year i think it was within a span of one to two months the planning no publicity material that i'm, I'm aware billboards and the rest none Sixty-five thousand people phenomenal meeting by the spirit the fathers of the land there told me according to them that the last time a meeting like this happened was when Maurice Sorulo came and the spiritual father of the man who hosted me we were there with him and he was telling me because he was Maurice Sorulo's interpreter and the fathers were broken and humbled and said we see the fire of revival returning to Kenya again it does not happen by luck I don't know what height you want God to take you in to but in the next two minutes for the sake of time please no distraction I want you to cry out your destiny before your maker in the name of Jesus present that rod in your hand to God go ahead is it your music ministry is it your business what is the rod you want God to anoint tonight that with it you will use to schedule a season of financial rewards rewards in terms of influence and visibility cry before God Lord I may not have much but here is my heart my mind my everything take it it's yours alone go ahead and pray lord i hand over this prophetic ministry i may not have much but this is the grace you have given me lord you have given me extraordinary intelligence lord you have given me beauty and physical appearance Lord, you have given me nobility of stature like Saul. Someone pray. Lord, you have given me the teaching ability. You have made me a phenomenal teacher. You have made me an artist, a sportsman, a career person. Come on, someone lift up your voice and pray. I hand it over to you. That rod you have given me. You've given me the grace for entrepreneurship. My passion cannot be wasted. You've given me a heart for children. You've called me into the healing ministry. You've called me into the prophetic ministry. Someone pray, someone pray, someone pray. 
your value the reward system of the kingdom works with your value your skill your ability obtain grace to refine it obtain grace to discover obtain grace to refine the nations are waiting to be used by God to reward you Ali Ali yo Ali yo Ali yo Ali Ali yo Oh Ali Ali yo Ali yo Ali Ali yo Mantles are falling here tonight Anointings are falling here tonight are falling here tonight for the kings to arise for the kings to be born for the kings to arise for revival to become gay Someone pray. Father, it's time for the nations to drink of the grace you have placed upon my life. It's time for the nations to partake of my business acumen, of the prophetic grace, of the ministerial grace, the teaching mantle. to pray now listen carefully when I was teaching you on finances and we have another series that I want you to really pay attention to when it's time I taught you that our rewards in life as I have learned will always be in exact ratio to three things number one the need or the demand for what you do number two your ability or proficiency 
in doing what you do and number three the difficulty in replacing you in business we call it the law of compensation this is what guides the reward system that every time you become so valuable that kings can look for you nobles can look for you nations can look for you placing a demand upon the grace of God in, on your life whether in with respect to business endeavors or your professional life or ministry make up your mind to not be a mediocre go back home after this sermon and don't just rejoice that you came to church and heard a powerful sermon go back and discipline yourself prune out every kind of laziness and laxity from your life and obtain grace and be determined tonight under God that you will not rest until your value gets to the throne serving kings and nobles Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 for without faith it is impossible to please him the Bible says for he that cometh to God must come believing that he exists and then that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him God rewards we serve him because we love him and forever this will be the highest motivation our love for Jesus our desire to see his glory revealed and the privilege is given us to be a blessing to the nations but in addition to that do not think it evil to position yourself to live a rewarded life financial reward psychological rewards like honor prestige influence these are all rewards rewards are not just money money is only one of the many channels influence when people give you the gift of trust loyalty the capacity to influence them by reason of the effective deployment that's what miles munro taught me that leadership is not about leading people leadership is about excelling in your gift serving people with your gift with such excellence that you get a reward of loyalty back from the people by reason of the effective deployment of your gift not lording over people leadership is about serving people with your gift your service becomes so exceptional that you receive as a reward the gift of loyalty I'm about to pray for you we are not inventors of this grace we are only recipients graceful recipients of this grace to someone here tonight who has labored in the spirit fasting in silence to someone here who has labored in the spirit praying and traveling turning days to weeks and weeks to months and months to years for someone here who has served serve from church to church from man of God to man of God serving graces and may have never been rewarded physically for someone here you have spent time to educate your mind in training consultations paid the price to go within and outside this nation to build intellectual capacity to someone here you have submitted yourself methodically to mentorship you have done your due diligence for someone you have taken extra courses you have stretched yourself to the border now you are the corridors of influence it's time for this grace to come upon you
let me speak upon your life father in the name of Jesus you have anointed me to be an extension of your possibilities to your people I stretch my hands so God as you have led me to teach your people tonight they have learned the principles that control the reward system of the kingdom many have invested in their gifts their potentials their abilities they've paid the price to laboriously refine themselves and in truth they're in a position right now where they can serve regions and nations therefore I stretch my hands as many who are in that position let the anointing that was designed to connect with your gift at the count of three one get ready two my goodness three take that anointing now take that anointing now take that anointing now take that anointing by the power of the Holy Ghost receive that engracing that comes upon your gift receive that engracing upon your teaching ministry upon your business upon your professional life upon whatever it is that you do receive it in the name of Jesus I decree and declare by this anointing find visibility by this anointing find visibility I connect you by the mystery of this anointing connect to your financial helpers by this anointing connect to your endorsers hear me everybody who has the leverage of credibility that can lift you and announce you whether in ministry in business in career I stretch my hands this week connect with them by faith for a man of God may God bring you an invitation that opens up the next season of your ministry for someone may God bring a sponsor that will overwrite your budget and give you the concentration to walk. For a professional here, in the name of Jesus, I program institutions to call for your, your value, not just individuals. I'm saying it uh, prophetically. I call forth institutions, not just individuals, to place value on what you carry. hear me there are people who here who are ready and are prepared but the negative speakings of others is what has stopped your helpers from coming every wrong statement that has been said about you that is stopping your helpers and those who can be used by God to reward you from reaching you I cancel that statement now By this prophetic decree and this impartation, every dead vision, dead business, dead ministry, dead destiny, hear the word of the Lord, jack back to life now. A gentleman invented a drone. I think he should be, he'll be somewhere here in the congregation 
and he built he built all kinds of electronic gadgets and he built something so phenomenal i remember when he came and showed me i looked at it and i said this is this is incredible and i prayed a simple prayer for him may god connect you to people who have the interest and the resources to invest in your vision and your value and the rest is history how god just opened the door and connected him to one person willing to invest millions of dollars into that project it is not difficult not when the prophetic directs them i declare again by prophecy anybody who needs to be directed to your path to invest in your dream invest in your church invest in your vision invest in the quality of your life for the sake of your assignment and your mandate i declare by prophecy may they be directed so i also release upon you the grace for non-stop continuous development non-stop pursuit of god non-stop pursuit of capacity building both in the spirit and intellectually and in the name of jesus that local champion mentality that mentality of endorsing yourself among mediocres by the privilege of god's grace and for the sake of the greater that he's bringing to your life get out of that mentality now The spirit of unhealthy comparison, wrong sense of competition that drives people into early arrival mentality or frustrates them and deflates their passion to go forward. I declare that that wrong mentality leaves your mind now. <laughs> Hear me. I challenge you, some of you, when you go back home, sit down as husband and wife, sit down as father and daughter sit down as mother and son or daughter and discuss this teaching take it as a challenge and start doing something no matter how you fall and fly under the anointing it will be a total waste if you don't take responsibility and sit down for some of you as you return back home is to have a little nap eat refresh rest and get up and start writing covenant daily tasks that improve yourself i must watch two videos as touching this my music ability or this my my uh, tailoring I'm tired of sewing clothes for mediocres who will keep owing me and insult me I, I need to serve those who have them the, who don't ask how much again and I must work on myself go for training build yourself while praying in tongues Lord I received an anointing I will not waste this investment you keep expanding yourself that's what you need to do you are a man of God, trust God for grace. Listen carefully, go online, study, build yourself. Not from a competitive standpoint. Don't run around looking for open doors. Just relax and build yourself in fastings, in prayer. Build capacity in the spirit. God has given you the healing ministry. Don't let people doubt your call. The Bible says to, to give all diligence to these things to make your calling and your election sure. And for those of you who are outside of this nation, make sure you maximize our coming to your regions. It's an opportunity by God to connect and to receive. Have you been blessed tonight? Wave your hands to Jesus and give him praise for the word.
the reward system of the kingdom let me make an altar call right now very quickly and then I speak prophetically to your life finally to wrap up the service but it is my prayer that from Sunday we'll begin to hear people come and testify here that they'll say their lives just changed like light and day by reason of this mystery you have accessed you are here and you are saying apostle I need Jesus I need to rededicate my heart to Jesus or I am making this decision for the first time Please make sure that you are not confused with the rush. I know that people are, you know, moving up and down. Let's minimize movement so that we respect the altar call. For the sake of one person here who heard the word, and whilst you were listening, Jesus was speaking to you and saying, when the altar call is made, rush out here to make it right with Jesus. Whether you are making this decision the first time or you are rededicating your heart to Jesus, it is never too late to make it right with him. I'm counting one to five for the sake of time very quickly. Boldly leave your seat, leave wherever you are, and I want you to come and stand here. I begin my counting now. One, come. 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 Be it unto me according to your word, according to your promises. I can stand secure. Keep coming. Will you carve upon my heart the truth that sets me free? According to your word, oh Lord, be it unto me. Come. Come. God bless you. Let's celebrate them. Still a few more people boldly coming to Jesus. He's able to save even unto the uttermost. He can give you a new beginning. He can make all things new for you. This is why he brought you to church. If you're coming from outside, please join them very quickly. And those who are following online and by way of the internet, here's your chance to make Jesus Lord of your life. Distance is no barrier. Connect by faith. And in doing so, believe that he's giving you a new beginning. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for coming you have responded to the cry of the Spirit. You're joining them. Please come very quickly. I'm about to lead them to pray. Thank you. Thank you. It always starts with Jesus. Always starts with Jesus. He's the foundation, the cornerstone, the bedrock. Lift your right hand high above your head, if you will, as a sign of total surrender to Jesus. And then I want you to say this after me as loud as and as clear as you can say Lord Jesus go ahead say Lord Jesus tonight I have heard your word I believe that you died for me I believe that you rose again for my justification right now I receive Jesus into my heart as my Savior my Lord and my King I declare that the power of sin, Satan, hell, and the grave is broken over my life. From tonight and forever, I am a child of God. What's that? Can you imagine? Hold these people. Huh. I command every foul spirit out of her right now. Out now! I curse that spirit. The name of Jesus. 
Let me pray for the people. This is, this is the price of an apostolic ministry. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare over all of you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of sin, Satan, I'm seeing the anointing come on one of you right now. Just a strong anointing come on one of you right now. In the name of Jesus, I call you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And I declare that everything that is not of God, let it give way. Everything that is not of God, let it give way. You are saved right now, saved forever. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord bless you and increase you in Jesus' name. Now very quickly, do me a favor. I want you to please move to my right, which will be your left. You are going to see the counselors. They will have a word with you. And very quickly, you will come back to your seat. Let's honor them as they go. Just gently carry, if you can, the person under the anointing. It's unfortunate. You know, listen. Do you know why it's very important to bring people to church? You will be surprised that these kinds of demonic things, this lady now may be a, 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 a savior that is rising for her family and all these spirits will come to fight her destiny because in her rising is the rising of many. Hallelujah. It's why it's very important to invite people to church. So please, as you go back, I'm speaking the blessing over your life now. Do well to send the word to your family and friends all across Europe concerning our meeting and then join us as we pray. The entire workforce will start having our meetings and trainings this week. And so please do well to pay attention. You'll be communicated duly in Jesus' name. Have you been blessed tonight? Thank you for your patience. Please rise as we wrap up the service. Thank you again, Bishop, and your dear wife. Thank you so much for your presence. We love and we honor you. And for everyone who has come, the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. I declare over your life, the hand of God is strong upon you. You go from glory to glory. This week is a week of testimonies for you. You will experience the ministry of the Holy Spirit in unusual dimensions. May your value speak for you. May this anointing that has come upon your life speak for you. Go from glory to glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let's share the grace together in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest and abide with us now and forever. Amen. Surely, all the days of our lives, as we dwell in the house of the Lord, forever and ever. Amen. God bless you and see you next week.
Oh, 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 oh,